Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, also online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show. And be a part of the show with your comments on Facebook Live and YouTube. A couple of early likes on the YouTube page. I like that trend. Well done. Let's get it going on Facebook as well, as we will be with you for the next three hours right here on Pirate Radio Live. And coming up on today's show, a lot of guests to get to. Uh, We will be talking to Kyle Parker coming up in hour number one, getting you ready for Freeboot Friday coming up friday uh so we are one day away from that gonna be fun times down here right across the street from us in downtown greenville we'll talk about that kevin monroe joins us at four o'clock we'll break down what he saw in the loss to tulane and also get you set for ecu memphis we'll get jeff nadeau's thoughts on ecu memphis and all the other games going on great weekend of college football great saturday slate a ton of top 25 versus top 25 top 10 versus top 10 matchups coming up so we'll uh diagnose it with jeff nadeau from barstool sports coming up in hour two also evan barnes from the memphis commercial appeal will join us on the show to give us the memphis side of things they are coming off a brutal loss to Houston where they had it won the entire game and then Houston scores two touchdowns in the last two minutes. So Memphis coming in here, a wounded Tiger. Uh, we'll see how uh, their week of practice has gone and talk to Evan Barnes about that coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. And touchdown, Tony Collins joins us in the 5 o'clock hour to talk Pirate football and also NFL. Tony called in the fifth quarter uh, the other night. He was not pleased with the Pirates' performance against Tulane. Uh, I've yet to introduce anyone, so nobody talk as of yet. Uh, I know everybody's dying to get in here, but we got to wait till we are introduced. And uh, before we do, I would just like to say a few more things. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler's here. Troy's here. Hello, Troy. Hello, Clip. Speaking of Tony, I was uh, invited Tony to watch the game with me Saturday. As a VIP guest, I was going to give him a premiere seat on the couch um tony has some issues as you know medically this was last week it was oh okay last yeah week. not this week he he, he was also invited to let him know he can sit with me this week okay. and i still have an offer for you if you'd like to attend all right but uh that offer's on the table but i know you're looking for a bigger better offer uh actually i think i have another offer that i'm going to accept what so. is what is that uh a seat with the old chan man where's he sitting in dowdy ficklin stadium oh, well maybe i was gonna should I, extend my invitation to chandler to sit with us too on the front row now is this front row or is this front rowish mine is front row no, but we'll, i i can attest i have i can confirm chandler's it is, been down there it's front row and it's yeah. a great great view all right we'll talk later but maybe i could have both you guys down there it'd be quite a treat with tony be like putting the band back together but anyway i invited tony over to the house tony has some medical issues and if i did not realize this guys did you know he can't drive Yes. Oh, I did not know that. 
So evidently, uh, Trudy brings him down here to like studio. Well, After the show, I knew. he's sitting out there on the corner. Like a kid waiting yeah. for a ride. Like carpool. Yeah. He's like waiting <laughs> for a ride. He, yeah, he's in the rider line. Well, when um, he had his sling on, I, I knew he couldn't drive, and then he had it off. Well, I, did not, I like, did not know that, for real, because I'm gone when he's yeah. here. And um, I have extended. Now, being the friend that I am, you guys know I'm willing to do anything for anybody at any time. That's the type of guy I am. I said, Tony, I'll go pick you up so we can watch the game together. So that was the plan. Um, he ended up, there was some type of conflict first half or whatever. And I said, I, I'll tell you what, I'll get, at halftime, I'll go get a pizza and pick you up. We can watch the second half, have pizza, hang out. Instead of phoning and texting each other during the game, we can just talk like normal people. Thought that was a good idea, right? Left to go get pizza from our friends at Familiar, by the way, which you know well. One of the best pizzas I've ever had. Absolutely. And I called Tony. I was going to pick him up. He lives in the greater Winterville area. It was going to be on the way back. Doesn't answer. Text him. Doesn't respond. So I'm like, all right. Well, I, what can I do? I've called him. I've texted him. He doesn't. I guess he doesn't want to come over. Calls me like at the end, at the end of the game. <sighs> Sorry, man. Fell asleep. <laughs> I was I was really looking forward to hanging out. So then he goes into his diatribe about the Pirates. I was like, well, Tony, that's some interesting stuff. You should call the post game and talk about it. So towards the end, I was listening to you guys. Call Phone lines were open, and I text Tony. Tony, if you want to call in and voice your opinion, this is a good time to do so. And boy, did he ever. He calls me boy, right he was before on the fire. game's over on my cell phone and says, what's the number to call in? <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll text it to you. And uh, I was trying to – I actually called him from the station to go ahead and line him up, but his phone was jacked up. Yeah, he was asleep. Yeah. So uh, so that was my Tony Collins. But tell him when you see him today, I said hello, and I've got a ticket for him if you'd like to come Saturday. Will do. All right. Uh, Happy homecoming weekend, by the way, Clip. Thanks. uh, We'll talk more about Freeboot Friday. Last one of the year, by the way. We usually don't do Freeboots when it starts to get later in the year. That's not unusual. Um, so this this is it. So if you want to enjoy it, I think they've got a um, great band lined up. Heads Up Penny will be performing. Also, they got Coach Houston, Coach Schwartz, the Marching Pirates. Uh, it's going to be a big ECU presence down there for homecoming, so we'll get more details from Kyle coming up in a little bit. But it's uh, going to be a lot of fun. Do we have a Pirate Radio float? or? Uh... Uh, we, well, this will be for Freeboot Friday. We have a Pirate Radio table, and this will be your last chance to get a really good deal on some of our T-shirts. How about t-shirts. for homecoming? Uh, I will be driving one of the floats clip for the first time ever, actually. Driving a float? Well, I, oh, all right, time out. That's a, that, that I misspoke. Okay. I'll be driving a car in the parade. All right. And I believe one of the lovely um, uh, women on the homecoming court, is that how they refer to it as, will be you know in the back seat waving. But uh, I do believe I am scheduled to drive a vehicle in the homecoming parade, which I have never done. Yeah. This will be a know. first. I'd be a little nervous. Driving? No, that you would like hang a right and leave the <laughs> yeah. parade trail and just go on about it. Like Animal House? Yeah. Like right. kind of deviates? <laughs> yeah. Is Dean This Worm- traffic, you're going to be there like honking <laughs> yeah. your horn. I hope Hurry up! Like, come on! Hurry up! I hope Dean Wormer's not going to attend. Which when I was at school, our Dean Wormer was Dean Ron Spear. Those of you that were in school at the 90s know Dean Spear well. And probably, you either love Dean Spear or he struck fear of god into you because he was very he was very like out of central casting dean spear was probably a little bit for your time clip you probably don't know dean spear i don't i don't but, know who the dean was when i was in school. oh you knew who dean spear was legend just like dean wormer in animal house he was one of the if you were a student 
whether you were in trouble or not, you knew who Dean Spear was. He made that type of impact on you from orientation on. So, ironically, I've reconnected with Dean Spear later in life now. Of all places at the beach, Clip. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, right. I was going to say, could this be a triple whammy for me weekend? A triple whammy weekend. All right, what does that mean? Phase one, Tyler is playing on a Rose High JV team. They won last night against Newburn. Congrats. They're now 8 0. So they, they won. Good win the against the Bears there. Yeah, solid, really solid win. Um, that's check one. Tonight, my, my Bears, the Chicago Bears, play your team, formerly known as the Redskins, on Thursday night football. Could the Bears win there? That'd be check two. And then Saturday, the Pirates play, who I have an affiliation with, as you know. Could they win over the Tigers? That would be check three. A triple whammy weekend is potential now high school college pro mm-hmm. could it happen it's rare everything lines up in order no it will not happen you don't think who no. will lose uh i'm one out of three so far you got two more guesses probably the bears tonight. wouldn't surprise me yeah yeah so don't you wish like we could be excited I, about this game I'm not. instead of dreading it dreading it and i'm so like uh, i'm actually i'm more excited about our event at uh aj's tonight raising money for the humane society these are 30 it begins uh you can make a ten dollar donation or more and it'll get you a pbr shirt and the money raised goes to the humane society of eastern north carolina yeah and i've seen these shirts clip they look really cool really cool have you seen them You've held one up. We've been promoting it. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I was waiting for you to say yes. They have been really cool. Yes, those are really cool shirts. Nicely done. They cover your chest and back. Yeah. And shoulders. I'm talking about the print on them. The print looks good as well. That's a really good shirt. I mean, it does what a shirt needs to do. (laughs) You're a terrible yes man. (laughs) Yes! It's a great shirt. One of the best shirts of all time. But for 10 bucks, these things are really cool. Oh, absolutely. It's a great shirt. The way you're trying to oversell it makes it sound like it's not. And you're like saying, no, I'm not trying to oversell it. I'm saying for ten dollars, it's a damn deal, and it's, it's a, a really great cool shirt. It's got the PBR. Chandler, logo. talk about how great the shirt is. It's a great shirt, guys. I mean, look, go enjoy a great atmosphere, great food, great drinks, and help, help out the Humane Society your, of Eastern North Carolina. Your ten dollars goes to the Humane Society, and you get a shirt. You give ten dollars, you're helping out, and you're yeah. getting an awesome shirt. Correct. Thank you, Chan. And, and uh, by the way, Troy Dean Ellerby will be there live on location. <laughs> And so will Cheryl Honeycutt. Chan- our, I, I think our whole team will be there, except Clip. You got to work here. Yep. Yeah. And Cheryl, I am chained here. Yeah. You coming afterwards? Uh, nah. Oh, okay. I was there last night. We had fun. We had a big crowd. Yes. Most trivia. of our team will be on location tonight. If you'd like to see the Pirate Radio personalities, I will go if you uh, if I can ride with you when y'all go. <laughs> I I see what you're doing here with the Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> you're saying. trying to trick me to say yes, sure. I'll I would love to go. I don't want to show up late. <laughs> yeah. 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 I Actually, I'd probably be okay with that. Do you think Ellerby would have a heart attack when I bring you in? Well, he five? just left. He can come back. Maybe the <laughs> outside speaker's Who's doing on. the show? <laughs> Speaking okay. of doing the show, uh, Shirley, is, is today the day? Today's the day. I know this month is the month and the week is the week, but is today the actual And let me be the first out of this group, Shirley, to wish you a happy birthday. Man, does it not seem like Shirley has a birthday like every three months around here? 
No. Can you believe you it's been a think year? that Shirley has a birthday every three months because you buy yourself a present it, every time. I swear you to God. think it's my birthday. I can't believe it's been a year since I just got myself a gift for your birthday. Has it already been a year? It seems like that just happened. Speaking of great shirts. Great shirt. I should have wore that today in honor <laughs> yeah. of your yeah, birthday. The picnic table shirt. The yeah. picnic table shirt. <laughs> I retired that shirt. Uh, all right. Well, we got to sing happy birthday to Shirley. Yes, we do. Everybody ready to go? Right, here we go. Oh, oh one. Go home. Oh, two. Oh, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Shirley. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. Well, Thank you. Happy birthday, Shirls. Thank you. You Thank know, you. I think, Chan, me, you, and Clip... This could be the start of something big here. That was uh, we had nice. pretty good. Well, that was without even any practice. That was nice. Singing could be my new thing. We could do the. Uh, you do already they... have a band name, Weapons of Ass Destruction. Or yeah, something that's like that? us. Yeah. This is a new side project. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, this is kind of like Silk Sonic. Just singing telegrams. Are they still a thing where we could go around wishing people happy birthday? That's a great idea. No, we could bring it back. I haven't yeah. seen one in ages. And, you know, it's kind of like a cameo, but a cameo we could do in person. In person cameo. That would be big time. Yeah. Well, if you'd like me, Chan, and Clip to come sing to you for birthday, contact me and we'll arrange it. And for a small fee, <laughs> we could do this for you. Business or residential. Yeah. Shirley, that one was on the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, well, just take it out of her chair. That was yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That was your birthday gift. <laughs> We'll dock you. Uh, we'll, we'll settle up later with you. Oh, man, that's funny. Thank uh, you, Kenny I Curtis. object. I want you to take back that birthday song if it's coming out of my check. No. All right, let's that's sing a freebie. That's a freebie. Kenny right. says I have a great voice. Well, thank you, Kenny. This could be a new career for me. What? I mean, seriously. Like, but what you're not a singing guy, though. He's no, not I'm, much of a, sing, a song I'm not, guy. I'm not much of a song music guy. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're I just wanted to continue that bit. It's such a funny bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not a... Does it, I'm, not a of, I'm not a big happy birthday song guy. We found out you're not a, uh, what, macadamia nut guy? I'm definitely not that. Because Shirley has a bunch of those cookies, and I did not even touch one, even though it wasn't offered. I didn't even take one. Because you know me, <laughs> even Shirley. Even though it wasn't offered. I would have taken one anyway if they were chocolate chip or peanut butter. I, didn't, I do not like macadamia nuts. Can I have one, Cheryl? You absolutely can. I would love to try one, actually. All right, so uh, you got any birthday plans, Shirley? Uh, for tonight, yeah. uh, possibly playing a little softball. Other than that, nope. All right. Exactly what you love to do. Yep, I love playing softball, so it just depends on if the rain holds off. Shirley, would you say that's your number one favorite thing to do? Play softball? Yeah. Absolutely. Would you right. say you're a softball girl? I am a softball girl. If you could like play softball all the time, like if that's what you could do for a living, like is that what you would do? Oh, hell yeah. Like professional softball, Shirley? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, I, that's what I thought. I just wanted to confirm. But do you think if it was your job, you would love it as much? Like, would it get mm, old? Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, No. I don't necessarily think that it would get old, but I would care a heck of a lot more which is saying something because i care now but i would care a heck of a lot more like if you know i went into a slump or something and like instead that. eating cookies you'd have to be in the gym yeah it'd have to be yeah. a job yeah you wouldn't like it as much clip do you have any hobby that you love as much as surely love softball um i mean like sports in general fan- Just, fantasy sports maybe oh, okay all right chan what about I'm you i'm really into it drinking beer yeah drinking cold <laughs> snacks yeah 
yourself i'd say probably going to the beach like if i could do that professionally i'd do a it. professional beacher yeah maybe i could critique beaches there's a guy that does that already but maybe i could do it better i don't know what a job like these critics have great jobs how do you get into that like movie right. critic beach critic yeah the beach guy critic. that goes around and eats barbecue and goes mm, mm. the that texture's guy, a divine. little dry you talk to him on pirate radio oh you, he's the guy from pbs yeah. the food show you had him he goes, on, right? but he eats and he goes mm, mm, mm. Mm. uh his name is oh, i just went blank on it he lives in the area uh i saw him at villa verde not too long ago <laughs> Um, was he? Did you hear him when you walked in? You just heard, <laughs> no, I just want to blank on his name. I, someone tell me what? Who was the food guy? He did the part on PBS, but I think it was just North Carolina PBS, not national. Yeah. And he go and he would critique restaurants throughout the state. Kind of like a guy theory. Yeah, but he was older, and he would it would always be like a country. Uh, he had a country theory. accent. To this barbecue Bob Gardner. That's it. Thank good. you, Johnny. Attaboy, Johnny. Bob Gardner. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. But I see, here's the problem. I think to be a true critic, you have to say when something's garbage or trash. Like, God, that tastes terrible. say he didn't? Because I watched him and everything was, oh, this is fantastic. So he's, you think he's lying? This banana pudding's the best banana pudding <laughs> I've ever had. I mean, he's eating no, at I'm good just saying, places. I know, but he never, like, I, even at good places, I want to say, you know what? These potatoes weren't what I thought they were going to be. Like, be honest. But I think a true food critic. Like the old school newspaper food critics that probably don't exist anymore were probably that way. They could give you a good review or a bad review. Bob was always a positive review. It was always, you know, like guy for, uh, you ever see guy give a bad review? Everything is, does he ever say anything bad about anything? I, I want a realistic know, review. But I, he might suggest to Gordon Ramsay only says bad things. Right. So you need a blend uh, between uh, Gordon Ramsay and a guy. It's gold Ophel. Yeah, this is the worst garbage I've put this in my worst mouth. Garbage I've ever put in my mouth. It's despicable. This lamb chop is disgusting. So he's he's like too negative. So we need a balance, is what I'm saying. Someone fair. All right. Yeah. And that could be you. That could be me. <laughs> that could be me. Especially when it comes guy. to beaches. Yeah. <laughs> this beach. sand is perfect, or this sand sucks. I, I'll be hot. honest with you. Think about the guy that, like, the man versus food guy who gets to go to these restaurants and eat a bunch of food. <sighs> I got to tell you, though, so watching some of those food shows, it makes me have to go to the bathroom, like, as much food as they eat. Remember that he used to do the food challenge, that one guy? Yeah. Adam something. Oh, it upset my stomach just watching him do that yeah. stuff. I'm like, well, he no longer does that I anymore, know. and he's lost a ton of he weight. He has. He does something new now. I saw him on like History Channel, like hosting uh, the History of Food or something. Speaking, of, going back to my birthday for a moment. It's all uh, about you, Shirley, isn't it? Yes, it's all about me. <laughs> we call that a Troy D around here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quit stealing my move. I've got a patent on that around here. Uh, Stan Briggs, who is uh, the father of. Our Gein. favorite Gein. Yeah, Gein. Gein. Uh was wishing me a happy birthday. He said, I hope it's awesome. I'm curious what kind of present does Troy get today? And I responded, apparently he forgot it was my birthday, therefore forgot to get himself something. Man, that stinks, Troy. Yeah, I know. Why didn't forget? Oh, no. Why don't you right, here's what happened. Here's what I don't mean to throw you under the bus. We, are, we, we already know. But we're gonna. No, no, no. We already know that you forgot her birthday. So did you, Chandler. He, no, I thought it was tomorrow. <laughs> I thought it was, and I, I really did That's think kind it was of No, because I said, oh, today. I didn't know it was today. Chan was like, I didn't either. I knew it was around this time. <laughs> anyway, so Troy comes in. He says, oh, what are those, Shirley? And Shirley goes, they're cookies for my birthday. 
And uh, <laughs> Troy's like, no, Troy's, no, no, Troy no, said, no, Troy no, said, no, oh, he no, said, you, you your had a whole, no, 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 no. He, said, right. he, he goes, what are these? I said, cookies. And no, you can't have one. He said, well, why? I said, because they're for my birthday. He was like, well, when was your birthday? Was it like a while back? <laughs> yeah, he said it was a while, a while back. Was back. yeah? No, he literally it said was a year it was ago. A... Surely, God, now we got to do this again. <laughs> Who gets yeah. cookies like I mean, six months like after? Do this every year to us. He literally was like, "When was your birthday?" Oh, it, it was, was a long like, time ago, wasn't it? He's like, "It was a while back." I was right. It? it was like a year ago. And I was like, "It's today." So we're both right. Those cookies are all molded because uh, yeah, she Who's got them on her birthday. Year old cookies. Yeah. Why are you eating them? Oh, boy. You save your wedding cake, not your yeah. birthday cookies. And then Chandler turns and goes, it's your birthday today? I thought it was tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. no, my get-together is tomorrow. Because I've seen Shirley today. all day long, and I haven't even said happy birthday. My daughter's birthday is February 13th. She was born on a Friday the 13th. How about Ooh. you, Shirley? What was, day were you born on? It was actually a Monday. Monday the 13th. I did enjoy the... Uh, 8.03 p.m. Looking at the little Shirley picture. Someone made Shirley a, a scrapbook, that I guess they nice used to call it. And it was pictures from Shirley as a baby and like in you know, first grade. And it's funny how you could see Shirley's personality even as a baby. It's oh, kind of yeah. like you are now, just smaller. Yeah, well, the the very first picture you see, my cousin made it. It was it was originally supposed to be for my fortieth birthday, but you know, time and everything. Um, and now you're fifty. Uh, no, you're fifty. I'm not. I identify as a thirty year old. Uh, you identify no more like twenty one. <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving on. But my cousin was very nice. Uh, she uh, gathered up a bunch of baby pictures I have never seen. They these were my aunt's pictures. And uh, she put them all together, but the very first one is me at three weeks old, and I'm just jabbering away. I got my mouth wide open. I was like, geez, I was talking at three weeks old, too. Yep. So, didn't take long. The rest is history. Yep. Back to Bob Garner real quick. Uh, Tyler on YouTube said... He has said something, quote, isn't his favorite, but never said anything was bad. So maybe that was his critique. It's not my favorite. Okay. So it's kind of like Matt Maloney. Like, I've never heard Matt Maloney say anything bad. Like, even when we were in the darkest of dark days, like with football and basketball, and it was like, you know, we couldn't win a game to save our life. And I remember seeing Matt Maloney. I'm like, man, this is a tough season. He, The worst I ever got out of Matt Maloney was this clip. And, and I'm, you're going to have to explain it to the radio audience. Hey, big guy. Yeah. Hmm. We got a sigh. We got a sh- a, a sigh and a head shake. A head but he shake. never said anything bad. Like even when it was terrible, like we were, like the worst, like the rock bottom of Coach Mo days. Yeah. We still wouldn't say anything bad. If Cy Seymour was a food critic and something wasn't up to par, he'd say, mm. eh, eh, "That's a tough mm. meal there. That's a that, tough that meal." Tough. Mm. And look, the and chef, look, buddy, the chef. He's a good. The chef's a good he's kid. He's a good chef. He's doing his job. He's, he's doing, doing everything tough, he can. This is a tough restaurant. This is a tough restaurant. It's a tough business. It's a tough business. <laughs> yeah, size. Some of those positive. people are just too nice. Yeah, which is a good thing. They never make in the critic thing. world. Yeah. Uh, can we have a ask the owner segment? Uh, we got that. I think we should take a break and lead the next segment with uh, an ask the owner question that John Moody has for Troy D. Oh boy, Actually, I, he asks some tough questions sometimes. I went by uh, my parents recently, and it was after we had done the uh, ask the owner the last time, and my dad said, "You know, I like the ask the owner segment." That was pretty. Uh, uh, maybe he doesn't like your normal uh, takes. All right, but as the enough. owner was good. All right, well, let's go ahead and do it. Right. If you have a question, I will be here for the rest of the hour. And we a lot of times you can post it on our Facebook, and you'll monitor YouTube. All right, clip. Yeah. So people post it. Twitter there. as well. If you have a question, 
How many businesses do you get to ask the owner a question? I would love to ask the Washington Commanders owner a question, and I never get the opportunity to right. do that. Wouldn't right. you have a lot of questions for him today? Here at Pirate Radio, we, we do it. You got a direct line. I, correct. To I Vince McMahon. I don't to hide. Dan Snyder. I'm on the air. Yeah. I'm available on social media. I'm out in the community. Uh, I'm very accessible. Yeah, probably too accessible. Too accessible. Yes. I am the opposite of Daniel Snyder. In a lot of ways, hopefully. Yes. All right, good. Uh, We will take a break, come back. Uh, If you have a question, ask the owner. John Moody's got one in, and uh, we'll get to yours when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday, a Shirley birthday Thursday. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, uh, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you on a Thursday. We got some riveting NFL tonight for you on Pirate Radio. Bears, Commanders, Game of the Year. Cliff versus Troy. Do you want to make a bet? I'll take the Bears. <laughs> I got the Commanders winning tonight, Troy D. I thought you'd wear your Commanders hat. I've retired that for the year. Really? We'll break it out next uh, August. Broke out the bear, the bear gear. Yeah. Well, today. Good luck. It's uh, going to get ugly tonight. Only one person's going to be happy this evening, Clip. I think both of us will find a way to not be happy after this <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> Nobody's going to – there are no winners tonight. The but. only fun thing is I listen to the uh, Bears postgame show. They do a postgame show much like we do. Uh, they do it with Dan Hampton. A lot of people may remember mm-hmm. Dan Hampton, even if you're not a uh, Bears fan. He's kind of a legendary Hall of Famer. Um, he hosts it with uh, Ed O. Bransky or something. He's one of their older players, and they I, so they're kind of like the uh, the clip and Billy Weaver of the Bears, and they take calls. But these guys, I got to tell you, I guess because it's a pro town, yeah, and it's just a little bit different. It's a lot more edgy. Uh, they, if people think our show or people that call in are critical, this is Candyland and Girl Scout Girl Scout stuff compared to what I hear on the Bears post game. I mean, it is absolutely brutal what they say i mean and you, i mean a lot of it is unfortunately it's true the way the bears play but they don't hold back at all yeah it is incredibly entertaining uh we'll see what their mood so, is tonight yeah. uh, we'll have the game for you right here Time's on Pirate radio if you're out and about it's uh 8 8 15 okay so. and i don't get amazon prime so you know hopefully aj's has it but uh otherwise I'm, i may be listening to it on pirate radio there you go it is an option yeah all right uh we have kyle parker joining us hello kyle kyle good, good to see, see you man like i said i'm excited for my pirate radio debut this is right this is a big day for you kyle oh, yeah. this is a uh first time ever here on Pirate Radio with the uh, Uptown Greenville organization. Soon to be, by the way, renamed. We are not going to say what that name is, Clip, but coming soon, 
a rebrand for Uptown Greenville. Stay tuned. Like we said, a lot of great things yeah. happen in this district. And, hmm. you know, you'll hear it here first on Pirate Radio, too. So there's a little scoop for you right there. All right. Awesome. Enjoy this free boot Friday coming up Friday tomorrow because it will be the last time Uptown Greenville presents it. Next year, it'll be a different brand and name. How about that? Yeah. Right. There's a nugget for you. There you go. All right. Before we get into the Freeboot festivities, uh, let's go with uh, some Ask the Owner questions. John Moody has one, Troy D. All right. And a, a deep one here today for you. What do you want Pirate Radio to look like in 10 years? <laughs> 10 years? Well, all right. So, first of all, we've made it 20 for those of you that are uh, newer to the program. We started there. We're in our 20th football season. Right now, I'm just trying to get through 10 days. But 10 years from now, God willing, I guess we'll still be here. Yeah, you'll be um, 60 years old. God, stop. I mean, the facts are facts. Holy cow. I'll be identifying as a 40-year-old then. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. That's like 10 years from now. Honestly, we're so focused on this year. And we, as you know, Clip, we do try and improve things every week, every season, every year. We're always now. I will say this about Pirate Radio, and this is not me. This is the team we surround ourselves with, LRB and all of us. We have always been cutting edge. So I remember Pirate Radio had a Twitter account. I didn't even know what Twitter was, but somebody within the organization thought it was important that we have it and started it. And me and LRB weren't even on Twitter, didn't have a clue about it, but we said, you know what? If that's where things are going, we need to be there. Um, we were one of the first radio stations to stream 24 7. We, um, we we adapted to Facebook early on. So all this like new technology, uh, now we're incorporating, and YouTube's been around a while, but we've always tried to use technology to our advantage because what started out as one small AM station in Farmville, North Carolina, has grown truly into a multimedia company. And I would just like to say, you know, hope that within the next 10 years, that growth continues and we continue to adapt and use new technology to our advantage for not only, you know, the station, but for our listeners, for our advertisers, for our sponsors and for the Pirate Nation, that uh, they can stay connected in many, many ways that we couldn't even dream of 20 years ago. So uh, there's probably going to be something come down the pike that we're not aware of yet. But when it does will once again adapt and uh, utilize that to our advantage. So I hope we just continue to grow like we always have. All right. Uh, Jason says, will the owners make an on-air appearance to take calls in the second hour of the fifth quarter this weekend? Second hour? Wow, that's a very specific request. Yeah. Um, I have been on the fifth quarter, as you know, many, many times, Clip. Uh, and I am a big fan of that show. Uh, I don't know why the second hour of the f- I will say if the owners are here, then you guys can take over, and I'll be glad <laughs> yeah. to head on. Uh, you and we've done a great job. Second hour uh, of the fifth quarter uh, this week will hit at around twelve fifteen a.m. twelve thirty a.m. Um, yeah, I mean, look, if you guys need me here, I'll be here. Uh, I'll be listening to the show, so I-, I can stop by and say hello if that would make him happy. Uh, Jason, would that make you happy? Yeah, I mean, I could probably accommodate that request. All right, uh, and by the way, Adam wants me to tell the sports guy, Chandler claims to be a sports guy, that Alabama will beat Tennessee this weekend. He's just trying to help you out. So uh, 3.30 game on CBS. Yeah, a uh, huge weekend that'd in college be a, football. That'd be a big one. And a huge weekend here in Greenville. Homecoming, a lot going on, and uh, free boot Friday. Yeah. Any other questions? Or no, that's it? Oh, okay, that was it for the Ask the Owner. The sole time to get your question in if you'd like to post it online yeah all right 
thank you for those that have weighed in. Let's let Kyle talk. Kyle, good to see you, yeah, man. Absolutely. Like let's ask. Let's ask. Well, I don't even know what to call you. Like, so we're in a transitional phase with Uptown Greenville right now. We haven't had an executive director in over a year or two. Yeah. So uh, to Kyle's credit, you're kind of newer on board, but you've kind of stepped up. You're not the executive director, but you're handling a lot of those responsibilities as if you were. Right. So when I came on the end of July, I took over as the uh, the director of events. So our old director, uh, Courtney McGrath, um, when she stepped up into the director position, her position as director of events came open. And luckily, I was chosen to you know fill those shoes and very large shoes with everything she did by herself from January until August. Um, so I came in at the end of July and then she found another opportunity, which is great for her and she's moved on. So we, have, you know, we were out with a director. Um, so I kind of, again, you know, came to the board and said, hey, just tell me how I can help y'all. And it's yeah. literally been since then, you know, going into Freeboot literally three weeks after starting with the largest music act that Freeboot's ever had. And I mean, you know, it was, it was a lot of, you know, nerve wracking, but it's so much fun and excitement. Talking with city officials, I think we estimated around nine, 10,000 people at the first Freeboot Friday for the Uncle Cracker event. That was the NC State weekend. And that was your first kind of time really running it. Yeah. And uh, did a great job thrown into the fire. We had a lot of challenges to overcome, but uh, I thought you did great. Yeah. And that's what, again, you know, going to Freeboots in the past, just being able to enjoy it. That was kind of my first look of what behind the scenes look like and again it was kind of like oh my goodness so nervous but you know once we got into it it was you know walked right into it and life was great um but again you know just another opportunity to literally the whole month of september having free boots you know every friday when we in years past week on week off two weeks off before having the next one so you know having that month to literally just kind of get into that rhythm made it to where by the time we got to the third free boot autopilot yeah, and it's a great community event. It's a fun, free band and community experience for folks. There's no cost to attend, and a great tradition that has been going on a long time here in downtown Greenville. And this, for, I've had a lot of folks ask me, well, why is this the last one? There's another football game, but that's not unusual. There, there, it always. The, the free boot Fridays are always before a football game, but that doesn't mean they always right. are coincide with every single football game. Yes. So we th- this year, the organization said, you know what, this will be the last one after this. Things kind of get sometimes a little too dark, too cold. It is weather oriented too. Knock on wood, we've had a great stretch of weather for free boots. Yeah, too. and God willing, unless something changes in the next twelve hours, you know, we're going to have another beautiful Friday night for it. Um, and you know, that's the thing. Traditionally, in years past, we have gone through October and we've just found once we get into those november months with it getting dark at five o'clock with it being colder um participation really has kind of dropped off and that's something i'd love to look into next year because again this is something that's so good for the greenville community to potentially you know roll this all season long um, but that you know something to be able to look into the off season and hopefully provide next year a full slate of you know pep rallies and uh, it's coming up this Friday. Got a, you got a lot of things planned for homecoming. This is kind of a good way if you want to kick off your homecoming weekend. Come on down here to downtown Greenville, right in front of the Pirate Radio Studios, and uh, you got a lot of stuff planned. Yeah, this. I mean, Friday night, Uptown Greenville is the place to be for homecoming weekend. Um, you know, we have got Heads Up Penny, who played homecoming last year. A bunch of ECU guys who formed the band. So coming back, you know, their own kind of homecoming in amongst itself. A really good band. Really great. Um, and then, you know, we've got Coach Houston stopping by. He's going to be speaking for a little bit. Uh, both basketball coaches are coming. They're going to kind of give a little pep rally because their season, I mean, it's hard to think that, oh, my goodness, basketball season's here. 
um but they'll be there we'll have the cheerleaders they'll be coming by for a little bit um you know walking amongst the crowd so you'll be able to see them and then we confirmed the marching bands coming and they're going to play a little 10 15 minute set for awesome. us in between you know between heads up penny sets yeah so i mean they put on a great show oh 100 yeah. percent. and that's what if you're a pirate fan i mean there's no place else you'd rather be on a friday night with you know two to three thousand of your closest friends before we take over dowdy on saturday so i know we've been kind of getting started in the five o'clock hour uh i guess it officially starts at 5 30 but if people are there a little bit beforehand we'll kind of get things rolling but around five ish i guess yeah you know we'll be set up ready to go about 5 5 10 um you know food trucks they are getting ready they're taking those or you know uh early orders you know going around seeing the vendors all the sponsors who are there who have those tents you know there's things to do at five you know between that five and five thirty but you know we kick off with the live music right there at five thirty and it goes until eight thirty all right and a great opportunity come down come get some dinner afterwards if you don't eat at the food trucks yeah and hang out or go get a pirate beverage now with the new social districts for folks that haven't heard you can uh I guess, depending from where you're leaving, carry a alcoholic drink with you. Yeah, and that's what, you know, we do. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to get ahead of that, so we're not going to be allowed to allow the outside social district actual hall into the event itself with it being, you know, in a parking lot, which is excluded from the social district. But at the same time, you're, you know, more than willing to stop by, you know, Sub Dogs or Nash or wherever, grab a drink, and then on your way over to Freeboot, you know, you can enjoy that walking over. Yeah. Something new and different clip. Yeah, that is cool. So, I mean, again, I think it's a really great thing, you know, be able to help. You know, I saw it you know, firsthand a couple months ago when Nash first opened up. The wife and I wanted to go try it out, and it was a 45-minute wait. We said, shoot, let's go grab a drink somewhere. And unfortunately, when we went, got to the bar, ordered a drink, we got the text message, our table's ready. So, you know, we're <laughs> we're down in those drinks and then getting back over to Nash to get at the table. So I think, you know, with this, yeah, as I say, great opportunity to be able to, you know, enjoy multiple places at Uptown in one visit. All right, family-friendly event. Spread the word. Last free boot Friday of the year coming up this Friday, starting officially at 5.30. Heads up, Penny will be performing along with the ECU Marching Pirates. It's going to be a lot of fun out there. Weather looks like it's going to be absolutely perfect and ideal. So get out there and enjoy yourself. And uh, if you don't, you'll have to wait till next year. Yeah. Again, you know, like I said, this is the place to be Friday night before a home football game. Uh, come enjoy. Enjoy a couple of beers and listen to some great music. Coming up next will be the, uh, I guess in December, it's the Greenville Gives event, which yep. brings a lot of people downtown. Yep. So that's kind of our holiday season kickoff. We're partnering with uh, Parks and Rec in the city to host that. It, you know, gives a lot of great um facetime for a lot of our nonprofit organizations who do a lot of good in this area but it goes along with the tree lighting ceremony and everything else and then be on the lookout in 2023 for a uh, big announcement we're going to have a big announcement concerning the future of uh of uptown greenville and the rebranding of it yeah again you know as we continue to grow and as a lot of more you know a lot of great things start happening up in this district it's a great time to you know get on the leading edge of it so that's kind of what we're doing as an organization as well, well and let me just give a shout out to uh you know you and logan and the staff have done a great job but the many volunteers that uh participate uh that really kind of have kept the organization going especially this year sharif and uh travis and jim blunt and and, and i'm probably shouldn't start naming people but so many folks behind the scenes that are volunteers that help out with this organization it's amazing I've, I've talked with some folks before it's amazing we're able to do what we're able to do on a shoot really kind of a shoestring budget and uh basically all volunteer group 
yeah. at this point. Uh, it's been phenomenal, but I think uh, really great things are in store for this group. Absolutely. Like I said, it, you know, it couldn't be a better time to be a part of this organization with, you know, the stakeholders that we have and the volunteers that we have. I mean, again, they were I don't know what I would have done Uncle Cracker Weekend if they weren't involved. Yeah, in and a lot of people see the events and the different things like Pirate Fest and stuff, but what they don't see is the work that's going in with the conjunction with the university, with the city, with things to like just literally clean up downtown, like to clean sidewalks, to get gum off the sidewalk, to uh, improve the appearance, to bring in the planters and the and the plants that you, people see downtown now. The improved lighting that's getting ready to come. Uh, just all the enhancements that have been done and really are going getting ready to be done has really been a result of, of this group. Yeah, absolutely. Again, you know, we we took it upon ourselves to make Uptown Greenville the place to be in Pitt County. Um, and that's, you know, again, like we said, just all the effort that we're putting on behind the scenes um, to really make this place marketable. And that's what we continue to do. You know, our three main pillars that we really, you know, promote ourselves on the beautification of Uptown, the events that go on in Uptown and the marketing of all the great things that are going on. You know, so you'll see us moving forward, start highlighting businesses up here, you know, start showing the great projects that we have going on to make this a more appealing place to be. Um, but again, you know, we really can't do that without the stakeholders and the partnership with the city um, and all of, you know, like I said, all of our other volunteers and stuff. So again, it is a group effort that we're doing, you know, great things with. And again, if you're listening and want to be involved with us, please, you know, reach out to us and we can, we find ways to, you know, for help, for, to get you guys to help with us. Kyle, thanks for uh, your good work. We'll see you for Free Boot Friday coming up one final time this year, uh, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow early evening, and look forward to it. Absolutely. Like I said, thank you guys again for having me on. Uh, I'm excited for this. My first time on Pirate Radio. Hopefully, we'll be back soon. Kyle, uh, before you go, what would you do to clean up ECU's kicking game? <laughs> That's not, uh, you know, like I said, um, God love them. You know, it's a hard job. You can be, you know, you be the hero and you can be the um, the kicking the kicking post, but like very super. You know, it's just, again, it's unfortunate that's the way it goes, but, you know, uh, Standing against him doesn't make the ship stronger. You know, as long as we can con- continue to, you know, just back him again, we'll get, we'll get better. Right. Wow, what a what a politically correct. <laughs> I answer. mean, that was. Beautiful. I was going to say, I don't hear an uh, answer there. No, I mean, not at all. That was good for all. But it was a great right? answer. Yeah, yeah that's man. you know, again, like just continue to support and. You know, it, changes will come. So. There, you go. there you go. Stay positive, Cliff. Well done. Quit being so negative. Good answer. Yeah, that's on me. <laughs> All right. Uh, good stuff. Kyle, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Have you ever Thank kicked you a field goal, Kyle? I have. I'm good from about 20 yards. Yeah. I have, too, by the way. I have kicked No one asked. Made you. a field goal. <laughs> no, nobody asked. You asked him, nobody asked you. Yeah. Do you have... want to talk about your kicking? <laughs> no, prowess? I said I've done it. Not a, a lot of people criticize, but have never done it before. What have you done? Made a field goal from how far? Probably like Kyle said. Yeah, that's what, you know, it's extra pay. twenty yarder. So you can criticize because you've done it. Exactly right, Cliff. Okay. Yes. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll have our flight by Yingling ECU practice report. Troy said earlier this week he likes the Pirates to bounce back. Yes, I do. We'll get his official score prediction for East Carolina and Memphis coming up, and uh, talk more when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT experts since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Here's Troy. Speaking of University PC Care, you know, Clip, how sometimes I look over your shoulder and I see what you're looking at online, or I'll say, who's tweeting that, or whatever. I noticed a couple weeks ago, like, the screen was kind of going in and out. I'm like, what is going on? If you notice me fidgeting with the like, screen, yeah. Like, it was, I was like, well, I, I can't see it. You couldn't see it. Like, the screen would go black on yeah. the laptop. I'd have to, like, get it just right. Yeah. For the show. I was like, that doesn't seem right. And then it got brought up in the staff meeting that, hey, the computer in the studio is not working right. And I said, I can attest to that. I'm trying to snoop on what Clip's looking at, and I can't snoop and see so you know what we did we practiced what we preached Mm -hmm. we called our friends at university pc care guess who fixed it university pc care in like a day or two uh and and now in a few hours oh oh i'm sorry yeah correction in a few hours okay a day or two sorry get out of here man (laughs) uh it brought it back looks fantastic I have not seen you have to fidget with it since. A beautiful, bright screen. Yeah. Right in front. So I'm just saying, if you there are issues that happen with computers, these are the local guys that fix it. We use them ourselves. Yes, sir. And I'd like thank to you. thank them for their service. It's a university PC care. What yeah. am I looking at now? I'm looking at famous October 13th birthdays. And uh, Shirley Rhodes, you share a birthday with Ashanti. Oh, I was going to say, you should do impressions of each of these people and see if we can name them. Because well, I've, got, I've got one. See, my days are cold without you. Is that Ashanti? I'm hurting while I'm with you. Nah, I don't know. Possibly. Troy's got the next one. one. Well, hello, Shirley. From the House of Parliament, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday. I'm sorry about you dying in 2013. No, no. Oh, yes, that was me. Margaret Thatcher? Yes, I had an argument with the Queen one time. Well done. Troy and Shirley. No, that was fantastic. (laughs) It's like charades, but with voices. (laughs) I hate you dying in 2013. Yes, that was me. I died in 2013. Shirley, uh, I would like to wish you a happy birthday, and please wish me one as well, considering I have all the records at Uh, wide receiver in the NFL. The greatest wide receiver. Jerry Rice? Yes. Happy birthday, Jerry Rice. My wife. Oh, yeah. Stop it. You're stealing the good ones. I'm a pirate radio live. <laughs> oh, Borat. Yeah. Sasha Baron. All right, I'll let Sasha you do Sasha Baron one. Cohen. Right, scroll down. I got to see if I I don't know if we know any of these other people. Now. I know her. I don't know um, other people. Well, Mo- who, who are the ones you don't know? <laughs> Name them. You don't. And I can tell you. Light skin Monte? <laughs> nope. No. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's- um... Sing a song, Troy. Oh, um, sing a song. I think I got Shirley, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday as it's like a bridge over troubled water. Paul Simon? <laughs> yes. Wow. We're getting good at this game. Um, oh, wait, who is this? Shirley, um, 
happy birthday and please wish me wish me one as well as i had an injury and was in a wheelchair but some say that i was going to go take a poop uh when i won a championship with the boston celtics oh uh paul pierce paul pierce is correct this is named that birthday Troy, I wanted to stay away from this one, but uh, if you'd like to do an impression, you can. Oh, God, oh. I am terrified. Jeez. Oh, uh, <laughs> Is to it not I... in his repertoire of well, voices? Uh, I, I don't know how to impersonate her. Yeah. Um, I, Shirley, I'd like to wish you a birthday. I am here at, in Washington, D.C. I'm a little wacky. Well, I used to that be, doesn't narrow it down. I used to be a bartender. That does. I go by initials. Oh, AOC. Yes. AOC. And then all these other people are like How TikTok old is AOC? stars. Uh, 32. 30 She's young. Two. Yeah. I recognize some of these people, but like like Kate Walsh, uh, but I don't know. The whole TikTok famous Kelly people Preston. thing just blows my mind. Kelly Preston, that's uh, John Tra- Travolta's wife. Mm. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. she passed away. There's a lot of people that have birthdays. Oh, there. wow. She did pass away in 2020. And then Tisha Campbell Martin from the show uh, Martin. Martin. Yep. yep. I saw another one. I was going to let you do a clip. Who's that? Roll up. Oh. It was a female. Okay. Oh, that one. Let's see. Since you gave me AOC, this is kind of AOC related. Oh, dear Lord. Could you do that? Um, I guess. Uh, happy birthday, Shirley. My father is a former president. And I think I don't like my family, or do I? I think Chelsea I, Clinton. No, no, wrong side of the aisle. I don't think my family likes me, and I don't like them. Is that correct? But my name is on everything. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tiffany Trump. Yes, That's correct. You and Tiffany have a birthday today. <clears throat> All right, so there you go. Shirley's famous birthdays. Yeah, it's gonna be another new segment. That is our flight that by was a good drink. ECU Aud- practice. Called audio charade. So we've got ask the owner and audio charades. Yeah, that, that was a uh, awesome. Can you hit segment. Margaret Thatcher one more time? <laughs> please, please, sir, please. <laughs> I would just like to wish you a happy birthday, Shirley, from Parliament. You know who I thought it was? I am dead. I'm actually dead, and I'm wishing you a happy you birthday. Many people thought I was dead when I was alive. <laughs> I li- when you were doing that i was like my first thought was is he doing julia child it's very close <laughs> julia child is very close to margaret uh, that's who tyler guessed actually on youtube julia child very very distinct fine line between julia and margaret troy does uh, all british white women impressions and they sound the same. it's my specialty <laughs> it sounds like it's also his mrs doubtfire impression as well drive by fruity <laughs> all right uh troy flight by yingling ecu practice report brought to you by flight by yingling the next generation of light beer don't just raise a glass raise the bar flight by yingling available wherever beer is sold the pirates are mad the tigers are mad two desperate teams taking the field on saturday you like ecu to bounce back but i do what uh, i mean everybody's a little chippy this week if you yeah, noticed definitely. I, I think the you know i don't want to say the players are chippy but definitely coaches a little chippy you yeah. know I, I think uh everybody is kind of pissed off a little bit mm-hmm. and i think they're gonna take that anger out on the memphis tigers and i look i'm telling you i'd hate to be a tiger in greenville north carolina on saturday night because it's gonna be a bad day for them clip bad day to be a tiger East Carolina, 33. Tigers, 21. All right. Troy D. likes the Pirates to win and cover. By the way, Vegas likes the Pirates. Pirates a five-point favorite right now over Memphis. 
Uh, we'll wrap it up with you, Troy, with a final Ask the Owner question. All right. If you could make one change at Pirate Radio, what would it be and why? Hmm. Would it one. be a personnel change? Uh, now I, this I'm not just saying this to kiss y'all's butts. I like her. I think this is the best staff we've ever had at Pirate Radio. I would not make any personnel changes at Pirate Radio. Good to know. We're uh, all safe. I've, yeah, no, I, I think this is we're we're we've got a great team here. So I think there is something you could say to answer this, and I, we've discussed this before. But make Wes Hines' life into a reality TV well, show. Well, I've, I've tried to pitch that before, actually. And I think Pirate Radio would be an amazing reality and be, show. No, and Pirate Radio would be a part it, of that. Yeah, I mean, Wes would be a part of our show, and probably we could spin him off to his own show after, like, we, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think people would like realize. Like, yeah. I think if we were a reality show, people wouldn't believe it. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, this is fake. No. You and, know? That, and that's not the case. Because there's so many characters that make up what Pirate Radio is. And everybody's so different, yet we unite under the brand of pirate radio in production and broadcasting and what we do for ecu but as far as answering that question clip oh man one change that's one you gotta I, think on yeah I, that's a great i gotta say that's a great question um i don't you know there's i would make us all multi-millionaires for doing what we do i like that change i think we're underpaid you know we because we're in a smaller market you can only charge so much for advertising tomorrow. You know, I, I would make this like like we were making money like as if we were in New York City. You know, what would the pirate radio in New York City do? So I think the answer to that is, Jason, you asked the question. For I would, those I would give you, us all a raise. For those of you viewing could. on Facebook and YouTube and listening on your radio, we would charge you to do so. Yeah, if yeah. we could. That's right. If, I w if we could change something, I would have 100,000 people pay us every month mm -hmm. for this content. You're not, paying us. And not do it for free. <laughs> I don't want to hear that answer. <laughs> nope. We would flip the script and we would charge for this instead of providing it free. Yeah, there you go. And then we would share those proceeds with everybody here on the team jason be the change you want to see and uh we'll give you our cash app information we, we will start accepting your donations <laughs> all right uh troy good stuff enjoyed it fun time fun hour we'll see you uh i'll see you from the tailgate zone saturday all right we'll i guess it was a challenge there. to come see you after midnight i saw someone posted on after the post midnight. Show. do you oh do you and i do believe we'll be on after midnight don't you of course we will yeah i was just making sure that you know yes okay the next four games we will right because it's such a late game it's awesome yeah because the game will end what around 10 30 i would change kickoff times yeah we'll probably be on until one in the morning but i'll, I'll do a uh, after midnight visit if you would like i'm good okay i'm good well i just if these challenge me i will rise up to that challenge i will rise if you come in though i'm pretty much pointless at that point mm-hmm do a great job i would just come i appreciate in. it but you're a host as well we don't need two hosts i no. i would just come in just to monitor yeah you know, kind of like kind of like this the the uh what is the like the guy i saw at school the resource officer really he's there he's really not trying to do anything but just to monitor the situation we don't need any monitoring we're good i would think of me as your resource officer if needed i could come in okay but only if there was an emergency we'll let you know if, if you and Billy get in a fight, I'll come break it up. We did start yelling at I know. each other last week. That's what week. I'm saying. I can come in to break <laughs> you it know up. What? Maybe you we Chandler. do need you yeah. here. I need to be the Pirate Radio resource officer. Because if ECU misses another field goal, this place might burn down. <laughs> and we're serious. Like We will go, like, we might start field, fighting in between the Field goal? Let's just start with an extra point, man. Let's not get crazy. I mean, the callers, us, we're all going to lose How nervous mind. are you going to be, though, when we kick that extra point? 
I'm nervous. It, absolutely. I'm going to be on edge. I'm yeah. going to be on the edge of my seat. Yes. Could always go for two. All right. We will take a break. Come back and have more for you. Big hour two as we'll talk to Kevin Monroe, the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, and Evan Barnes from the Memphis Commercial Appeal. Go Bears! All that on the way. Bears Commanders later tonight on Pirate Radio. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. A lot of pirate football talk coming up this hour. I just saw a tweet that said Cartoon Network Studios is being shut down after 30 years. It will merge with Warner Brothers, which uh, made me think of the question. For those tuned in and for Shirley and Chandler, what is your uh, what are your all time favorite cartoons? Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Where are you? Um. Oh gosh. Um. Let's see. Heathcliff. That was one of my favorites. Uh, Thundercats. Mm-hmm. He's like that. Transformers. My favorite might have been like at the peak of cartoons was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I watched some of that. I was uh, big into that. Uh Shira. <laughs> Jim. Who's Jim? Jim. Some dude? No. It was spelled J I believe it was J E M. G E M? Yeah. J with a J? Yes. Yeah, J E M. Jim. It it it's kind of like a Hannah Montana type dual personality where you have a regular person but she's a rock star her alter ego is a rock star that kind of thing chandler what are yours uh spongebob i mean spongebob who's spongebob chandler could only get spongebob on his tv <laughs> spongebob spongebob um used to like fairly odd parents i i did like that show i loved animaniacs <laughs> me too that was fun I, that show was hilarious to me and i it, because a lot of the jokes were a little more mature a little more mature yeah it wasn't your average kids show how about what's your favorite adult cartoon family guy yeah I'm a so you got guy. south park family guy simpsons and there's others there's like uh, futurama futurama uh, futurama was my was probably uh, my yeah. favorite aqua teen hunger force but like like family guy is my comfort cartoon show like i like to get home like late at night maybe get a late night snack and watch family guy or something uh, futurama uh, the the original run yeah uh you know because i think they show reruns now i don't know i don't think that they've rebooted it but Wait. the original run i i loved futurama and family guy was a big like in school like i would like in college here i would 
get drunk and go home. Like, after a long night at the bar, I'd go home, order wings over Greenville, and watch Family Guy. But you don't do that anymore, you're saying? Oh, no. <laughs> that was so a couple years ago. Okay. Just uh, a couple? Have, has anyone, <laughs> I do it from time to time. Has anyone seen Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law? Yes. Glenn has. Yes. I love that. Ducktails. I love Ducktails. So Harvey Birdman oh, is Glenn's like. In on this. It's kind of like I love the cross universe stuff. So what it is, it's this. Uh, I guess it was a superhero of some sort, Harvey Birdman, but he became an attorney, and he represents uh, Hanna, old Hanna Barbera yeah, cartoons yeah, uh-huh. in court. So there was one where like. I think they said Grape Ape did steroids or he <laughs> killed somebody accidentally. It was always stuff like that. It was like uh, Judge Judy type cases. Yeah. For yeah. the cartoons that like you grew up watching in the 50s and 60s, but they are like turned out to be criminals. So, And it was a great spin on the whole thing. It, I, w- I wanted to come in. The reason I came in here, you were talking about you brought up Harvey Birdman and then them shutting down Cartoon Network. And the reason that it was all old footage they were using to create like that late night stuff, like I don't, do you remember C Lab twenty twenty? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good one. Um, less, I mean, that, it was created with old footage, but uh, Aqua Teens was not. I mean, that was all new. Um, and the same thing with like Squidbillies, which I loved very much about the South. We forgot one, Michael Winstead, King of the Hill. Very oh, good. Great yeah. cartoon. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Damn it, Bobby. Let me tell you what, man. Man. I sell propane and propane accessories. But I, the reason <laughs> I get so like they had nothing on late night on Cartoon Network back in the day. And so those guys were just messing around with old footage in the archives in Atlanta at you know CNN Tower or whatever. And they just happened to have that old footage of those old cartoons there, and that's how they came up with those are those early like space ghost yeah space ghost um, coast to coast yep that's how they came but fairly rudimentary editing techniques they took that old footage and made new stuff where they just doing soundtracks in the studio late night goofing off while they were supposed to be uh running the station yeah uh how it came to be chad is my age so these hit home he says ducktales rescue rangers yes ninja turtles the, the disney afternoon was a big one tiny yes. tunes ren and stimpy Batman animated series. Batman animated series was really good. A yes, that yes. was uh, that was a really good one. Early to mid nineties. Yeah, you had that in the same afternoon. You would have that, and you would have uh, the X Men. Yeah, on mm-hmm. Fox. Mm-hmm. You would have those two animated series back to back. It was killer stuff. All right, so there you go. Now, one of the, probably the more recent one was uh, I do enjoy Teen Titans. That is um, good. Teen Titans go Teen Titans. Donald says Archer, which I've heard is yes. good, but I've never watched it. It's on yeah, FX. I've, never watched, yeah. I've, I've a, watched bits I'm and pieces familiar of it. With it but I've never I watched, watched a full episode. Jay says Johnny Quest. So I remember uh, Johnny when Quest was okay. Lily was younger and we always had a cartoon channel on. It seemed like later that was it Johnny Bravo? Is that a cartoon? The guy with the real big hair? Yes. Oh yeah. That was yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. funny. Yes, I remember. With, um, and then uh, Dexter's Laboratory, and then that was a. I would also say Rugrats was great. Yeah, oh yeah, I watched um, that on SNCC. Power Powderpuff Girls was underrated. Now, as a guy, I can say that there was there was Cartoon Network, and then there was Boomerang. Right? Was it Boomerang? Boomerang was the older stuff. That's okay. uh, yeah. that's older Hannah stuff. Bar- yeah, I, I, I remember Boomerang stuff. 
Um, because it, Powder Puff Boomerang Girls. Boomerang was kind of an offshoot of the USA Network. Because didn't USA? No. Yes. Or was uh, Boomerang the offshoot of the Cartoon Network? The Cartoon Network. A Cartoon Network. Because yeah. USA used to carry Cartoon Network cartoons. Yep. And then, because that was the Saturday morning cartoon mm-hmm. lineup that they would they used to have. You'd have to watch uh, Captain Planet over there. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Captain yeah. Planet. Yep. So, yeah, a lot of those classic... Earth, uh, fire, water, <laughs> trees. I'm talking about cartoon characters. I'm showing clip a uh, clip of Mike Leach putting some ranch on it in a unique way. Gosh, what a weirdo. I love him, though. What's he doing? You're going to see it in just right, a second. He's grabbing ranch. He's holding the ranch. He's putting ranch in his bare hand, and he's licking it off his hand. Okay. I mean, it's it's pretty good. I like ranch. He finished up his uh, radio spot there on the Mike Leach show. And... Uh, dog talk i believe is what it is and uh did that i i don't know how i would react what a unique character if mike houston came into the pirate radio studios and just put some ranch on it <laughs> yeah after yeah, the I, interview it's a really good it's a really good sauce it's really good it's really hard nosed uh, it rises to the standard of sauces and dressings kenny says his daughters love sailor moon now I've heard of that. Yeah, I'm not much, but of I don't. Know I'm not a big anime guy. What it is? Now, anime was never <laughs> something right, I could get into. Right. You, <laughs> you know, my godson loves anime. He loves the uh, Demon Slayer, uh, and I always get this wrong in terms of pronunciation. But terms of- Naruto, Naruto, Naruto. I see. I can't pronounce it, and he gets mad at me every time I mispronounce it. All right, this has been Toon Talk. It's one of those words that I think is funny to hear people with country accents say because they say it like Naruto. Like they say it Y'all with like, watch Naruto. Naruto. Yeah, it has, Naruto. Like, it has hey. like 17 symbol, your uh, boy, syllables. Your boy watched that Naruto. <laughs> My boy does too. He watches that Naruto like nobody's business. We, we eat at night and then he goes in the room watching Naruto. It's like Clip has one syllable, but Naruto. somehow it's Clip. Clip. Naruto. All right, let's. Uh, we got to talk some football, so let's do it now with Kevin Monroe, who joins us on the Pit Electric Live Line. Pit Electric is hiring. If you want a team, uh, you can do so by going to pitelectric.com. Kevin Monroe joins us today. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Cliff. Hope you are. Yes, sir. Doing well. Looking forward to another Pirate Football Saturday and wondering what we're going to get, Kevin, because it has been up and down for this ECU football team most recently. We saw the down against Tulane. Pirates couldn't crack double digits to nine points. And really, Kevin, I'll get your love to get your take on it. But it, you always hear the the phrase "team win." It, it was a team loss. You had mistakes on offense, defense, and once again, special teams. So uh, I don't know what you see on Saturday, Kevin. Yeah, you know, I, I warned people a little bit after the uh, the South Florida game. You know, everyone was so excited about the offense, and 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 they thought Donnie Kirkpatrick had really opened things up, and. I just said the one-on-one matchups, you know, the receivers just want. And, you know, Holton had open receivers to throw to. They caught the football, specifically C.J. Johnson, beating guys downfield. And, you know, nothing changed. It's just that Tulane's defense was much better. And so, all of a sudden, you know, these fade routes weren't wide open. These post routes, these seam routes weren't wide open. And Holton was holding the ball maybe a little bit too long, couldn't find the open receivers, and everything kind of broke down. So, offensively, nothing ever got started. Uh, you, you add to that, you have no Rajay Harris. And, and you have a banged-up Keaton Mitchell. And I'm sure you could tell, as I could, Keaton was not 100%. And so he had no burst. 
trying to get to the hole, take it to the outside. He wasn't running away from people. Marlon Gunn looked good, but, you know, I, I hear he got banged up a little bit late, so he didn't play much of the second half. And so uh, you couldn't get the running game going. The passing game wasn't going. Defensively, they, they didn't play bad. They just they were on the field a lot. You know, had some crucial penalties, um, things that just kind of got in the way of, of a good defensive effort. And so uh, all in all, and then, you know, obviously special teams, you're still missing extra points. you got issues there. So you're right. It was a total team loss. Uh, it's disappointing. The Navy game was disappointing. So we've had two games this year that you just felt kind of, you know, icky after, at the end. It's <laughs> like, wow, what, what was that? Yeah, and you, you man, you, you just wonder – you know what this team is week to week you brought up all those points uh going into last week's game so i'll give you credit for that kevin but how about uh, a matchup against memphis now they they do not have the stout defense that tulane has they can of course move the ball offensively do you think we see uh, a better performance offensively from east carolina this weekend yeah, this is an odd, odd uh, game. I think this Memphis team is a lot like ours. I think our defense is better, but offensively they have some targets. They're putting up 34 points a game. Uh, they've got a big, strong quarterback who loves to throw the deep ball. He threw several deep ball touchdowns in the Navy game. That's how they beat them so handily. Uh, but they're, they're weird because their schedule has been kind of funky where they started off with a big-time game against an SEC opponent in Mississippi State. That didn't go great, losing by 26. Then they go to Navy, and they catch Navy at the beginning of the season, and, and, you know, Navy just wasn't playing very well. As you know, at the beginning of the season, they were able to beat them by a few touchdowns in Arkansas State, just okay. North Texas, just okay. Temple, not very good. So they go on this three-game, you know, win streak, four-game win streak of teams that, you know, are just okay or, or not very good. And then they play Houston, they have them beat. That's the first team they played since Mississippi State that's a quality opponent. You know, forgive me for saying that about these other schools, but we know what I'm, what I'm talking about. And they, you know, they have this game won, and they just give it away at the end. Uh, so they're hard to peg. I, I don't know what to expect out of them. Um, you know, schedule strength has been just okay, but this Pirate team is going to face a defense that they can they can score points on, they can get yards on, but they're also going to face an offense that's going to be tough. They've got some some good receivers that can get downfield, catch the deep ball. They've got a good running back in Thomas that runs the ball hard. Plus, Hannigan, the quarterback, he's got just uh, just as many rushing attempts as any of the running backs, maybe more. And he likes to keep on running. He's not a, a swift runner, but he runs well enough uh, to make things happen. So it's going to be a tough, tough opponent for, for East Carolina, but they're, they're very similar to the Pirates. Kevin Monroe joining us. Kevin, uh, another post-game show on Saturday night, another uh, show with a lot of calls about special teams. And I don't know. I know you're not there week to week at practice, Kevin, but knowing what you know, seeing what you've seen, if you're Coach Monroe, what are you doing? You can't just keep running the same guys out there, right? So, I don't know. What do you do uh, if you're? Uh, what does Coach Monroe do with this kicking situation? As you know, I'm not doing the away game, so I'm sitting yeah. at home watching like a fan. And uh, and I was, you know, I kind of got to where I was a little bit fed up. Um, you know, to be honest with you. And so, I think that you know, Owen Dapper's just a sophomore. You know, he he is going to be a good kicker around here for a long time, but. For right now, for today, Coach Monroe would have an open kick kicking competition, and, and that just means, you know, you know, open it up at practice, see if anybody can step up and take his job. Because right now, I think it's a mental thing with Owen Daffer. I don't think it's physical. I think he's still hitting the ball pretty good most of the time. Uh, I think he, I think he's probably the most talented kicker in the program. Uh, but he just gets out there and he, you know, he shanks these extra points on good holds and good snaps, and there's no excuse for it. And so, as a fan, you don't want to have to watch and you know hold your breath every time there's an extra point. And then with this field goal, you're thinking, there's no way we're making this. That can't be your feeling whenever the kicker trots out there. So for me, personally, if there's a healthy kicker behind him that can push him, I'd put him out there and let him kick. 
And one more thing, Kevin, on uh, on the game last week. It was some uncharacteristic stuff. It looked more like, you know, Mike Houston holding Aylers, Xavier Smith in year one rather than year three, four, five. And we talked to Xavier on Monday. Uh, he he said all he could say. He said, I made a mistake. I uh, apologized to my teammates, my coaches. He said he, he led the team down, felt bad about it. So, yeah, he uh, got caught up in the moment, had a bad penalty that led to a two-lane touchdown rather than a field goal. We also had a uh, illegal man downfield on a touchdown catch by Ryan Jones that took a touchdown off the board that led to a pirate field goal. So just a lot of stuff that you, you don't expect to see. It happens in football, but I, it kind of all happened in one game there. Holt Naylor's bad interception in the end zone where he had Hatfield if he'd have thrown it earlier, had another option on that play. Just They all kind of crept up in the same game, Kevin, which made it frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll take those off one by one. Xavier Smith, you know, I watched the play. I watched the replay. And honestly, I didn't think it was that bad. You know, he and the guy were kind of pushing and shoving. He's a big offensive lineman. And then, you know, Xavier kind of swatted at him at the end. I won't even say he th- he didn't throw a punch. He just kind of swatted at him late to just say, hey, you know, get off me. And it was official standing right there. It was It was a silly thing to do. But in the big scheme of things, it wasn't bad. The kid didn't fall down. It wasn't a cheap shot. It was just kind of back and forth, and he was the last one. So he feels bad. He should feel bad. The, the official was there. But it was a bit of a weak call. I, I'm not ready to say it was an undisciplined, you know, that, that Xavier Smith's undisciplined for doing that. It's just kind of one of those things that happens in the, in the, in the flow of the game. And 99 times out of 100, you get away with it. And that time he did not. The, the, the man downfield, you know, is inside the red zone. The quarterback is scrambling. He kind of lost where he was. It's, it's uncalled for, but it's also you, you understand it. You know, he's just out there trying to block somebody, realizes that he's gone now three or four yards downfield. He shouldn't be down there. I can forgive that. It just sucks that it happened where we scored a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily a, a, a bad play. It's just one of those things where it kind of gets away from you. Now, the Holton, the Holton situation, you know, we've talked about this now for, for four or five years. He, you know, w- when you have covered receivers out there, he gets into this mode where he wants to try to throw people open or make a decision and, and, and thread the needle when he shouldn't. Uh, there was there was two or three others that should have been picked off. I remember I can think of one slant route to Isaiah Winstead. He threw in the middle of three people and got tipped up in the air and it fell. It fell down. But he just made a couple of questionable throws. Two of them resulted in, in interceptions, but he just can't do that. I mean, he's a great quarterback when people are open. When people are covered, he kind of gets, gets into making a, you know weird decisions instead of just throwing the ball away and running the football. And uh, he's got to do better doing that. Kevin Monroe breaking it down here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. It'll be East Carolina taking on Memphis this week. And uh, Kevin, uh, we hadn't talked about it publicly, uh, but yeah, you are you're covering the home games with Jeff Charles. Andrew Bay's on the call with the Voice on road games this year. And was that just a a family decision for you, Kevin, to to spend more time with them? It was. I know the Pirate fans, they probably feel like they've known me forever. And, you know, I was just on the field, you know, a year ago. <laughs> it's been, you know, it's been 20 plus years. I've been on the radio now. So this is my 20th season. Uh, it's, it's kind of flown by. I love it. I've missed one game in 20 seasons. Uh, and, and so I have now have a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old. And my 15-year-old is playing high school football. And I just told myself, you know, I've been, I've been traveling every year now for the last, you know, 19 seasons before this one. And I've been going every Friday, you know, six Fridays out of the fall with the team. Uh, and I just can't afford to miss Friday night football uh, for my son. You know, this, this goes by so quick. Those of you that have kids, you know how quick it goes by. And so I don't want to miss any of his football games. So I told I told the uh, the radio broadcast that I wasn't willing to do any, any road games. If they would have me for home games, I'd, I'd love to do it. And they decided that they'd rather have me some of the time than none of the time. 
And so Andrew Bay stepped up, and I think he's been doing a great job. And so that's what we'll do the rest of the season. We'll see how, see what happens from there. Yeah, glad that worked out where you could still uh, do some games, and glad they uh, they found Andrew to to do some road games there. It's worked out so far, and uh, Kevin will be on the call this weekend and ne- next weekend uh, when they take on UCF. And we are in a uh, span here, Kevin, of four straight late night Saturdays uh, and Fridays for East Carolina. Seven thirty this week, seven thirty next week, and then a couple of Friday night games coming up so uh pirates under the lights these late night games not so great for us announcers and uh fifth quarter hosts but uh hopefully the fans will get out there under the lights yeah it's brutal i mean you know <laughs> six o'clock game is about where you want that's your sweet spot maybe even the three thirty because you get to get out there and tailgate and enjoy some a good time and still get to a game and then still have things that, that you can do and do with your saturday afterwards i mean this is homecoming weekend these guys aren't going to get off the field until midnight close to midnight they can't go out and party for homecoming and, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a tough deal um, me personally, I, I have the luxury of, 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 of getting to travel to some NFL games with my job, and I'm actually headed to to Philly. Oh, okay. Morning, going to the going to the Philly Cowboy game. It's not till Sunday night, but I've got to wake up early in the morning to get on the flight, so I'm going to be off, you know, three or four hours of sleep. So it's it's, it's rough with these late night games. We'll talk to Jeff Nadeau later today, Barstool Sports. He is a Philly guy. He'll be there wearing green uh kevin and uh and quite a showdown and it's uh it's a big game i'm jealous that uh my team will not be involved in important big games this year because they're already out of it but uh that race at the top of the nfc east is is wide open right now because somehow the giants keep winning they beat the packers last week so uh it's it's going to make for some interesting matchups here it definitely will. I don't understand how the Giants keep winning. I don't think Daniel Jones is very good, and, and they have one player on offense, but they keep winning. So uh, kudos to them and that defense. But, yeah, you're right. I think that um, it's good at the top. Uh, the Eagles, I think, are playing really, really well. Um, and, honestly, I'm happy as a Cowboys fan that the, the, the Cowboys are just going to start Cooper Rush and just see what happens. It's, it's, it's on the road in a hostile environment. The Eagles should win it. This would just be a bad Designed to bring Dak Prescott back. He wouldn't be 100% healthy. He's going into a rowdy crowd. He probably wouldn't play that good. And then all of a sudden you have a quarterback controversy because Cooper Rush won the last four games and he goes out and loses. So happy to have Cooper go out there, see what he can do, and then get Dak back in a couple weeks. Kevin Monroe joining us. Big football weekend for Kevin. He's got Pirates and Tigers coming up Saturday and then some Cowboys Eagles to, uh, to top it off. Kevin, thanks for joining us, man. Always appreciate the chat, your insight, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Absolutely, man. Always enjoy it. KMO, Kevin Monroe, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. We'll continue the football talk with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau from Barstool Sports. We'll talk Pirates-Tigers. Look at the games going on tonight in college football. And uh, what a Saturday it will be. We'll see what Jeff Nadeau likes when we return on PRL here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. Have you heard? Winslow's is now 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. And with a brand new look, 5th Street Hardware also has a new menu and serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday. And they also serve uh, brunch starting at 1030 on Sundays. What else is new? Well, 5th Street Hardware has poker every Tuesday night, trivia on Wednesdays with DJ Captain Morgan. It's a new look, a new name, but it's the same location on 5th Street right beside the State Theater. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, Astros up one nothing, but Mitch Haniger down the line. That is a double. It is second and third. One man out. And the Mariners trailing one nothing. <coughs> and we are in the what top of the fourth, I believe, Shirley? Yes. I'll see the graphic pop up in a moment. So update there on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. And by the way, Clip, while you're talking to the big man on campus, I'm going to be slipping out. I got to get to AJ's for the Pirates and Puppies. Come out. Support puppies! Starting at 530. If you donate $10 or more, you can get a awesome PBR t-shirt. So and that out. shirt is awesome. It Once is an again, awesome t-shirt. I'll describe it for you. It covers your... Your chest, your belly, your back, your, your shoulders, your sides, uh, part of the arm. I would say uh, probably an inch or so above the elbow. That's how I like it. Yeah. That's how I like it. And it's got a hole in the top, so your head can go through. Yeah, absolutely. So come out, enjoy great food, great atmosphere, great drinks at AJ's, and then help out the uh, Humane Society of Eastern North Carolina and get a cool shirt. And I will not be here tomorrow. I've got PA duty back at home for my high school. It's senior so night. So you're leaving this show early. You're not going to be here at all tomorrow. Yes. Okay. But, but I'll be back on Saturday starting at 3 o'clock. The Bud Light pregame tailgate, baby. All right. Well, we'll start at 3.30, but you can go and get it rolling at 3 if you'd like. Did I say 3 o'clock? Yep. Oh, well, I meant 3.30. No, Chandler's doing a 30-minute pregame for the pregame. It's a specialist pregame show. Where you're going to take over I'm and be take in charge. i calls about the specialist. All right, from 3 to 3.30, so get ready for that. Uh, Shirley, don't let me forget that I sent you a DM that I want to play while Tony Collins is here. It's uh, Robbie Anderson being interviewed about the firing of Matt Rule, and there's a lot of greatness in that cut <laughs> can we um can we play was he is he a brother too i haven't even heard uh i haven't even heard this so oh wait we can't play that play what is he a brother because sorry i'm talking about my i'll ask tony collins uh if he's familiar because with Chan- fred mcgriff because chandler's not going to be here so it's not no. fair yeah uh, yeah right, so if, if he if he knows if he doesn't know who, who fred mcgriff is first of all wow you the other day you said he would know. So if he doesn't know Fred McGriff, he's laughing laughing your laughing your face. If he does know Fred McGriff, you gotta. Ask, I mean, if he doesn't know that he was that he's black, then I'm going to like rejoice. Okay, well he. Will. There's somebody he will. All right, uh, so we'll play that with Tony and Chandler next Thursday. Uh, right now we will get to the Pit Electric Live Line and talk to Jeff Nadeau, the big man on campus from Barstool Sports, joining us today to talk football from a gambling perspective. Jeff, how you doing today, man? Pretty good. How are you, Cliff? Hey, doing great. Getting ready for another football weekend, and East Carolina continues to be up and down like a roller coaster, coming off a loss uh, to Tulane, where the offense puts up just nine points. What does Vegas think about that? Well, they make them a favorite at home coming up Saturday night, 730, 
against Memphis. Uh, last I checked, a five-point favorite. Memphis, a pretty good team, Jeff. So uh, what, what did you make of this line and uh, this matchup coming up Saturday night? Well, yeah, I think you're becoming a, a good handicapper, Clip. Uh, you looked at this line and said, whoa, that makes that's interesting. It sure is interesting. I mean, as you said, I mean, ECU is not playing well right now. This has been a team that is kind of mired into inconsistencies. Uh, you know, really haven't been the same since, uh, well, I'm trying to think when the la- I guess it was that Navy game, right, the last time you know, they looked truly bad. Then they followed it up, beat a bad team, and then they lose last week. Yeah. But I think we have to figure, we have to realize this. I mean, Tulane is really good on defense, really good. And, you know, I think looking at that game, I, I kind of like the under, and I, I kind of wish I would have played it for a little bit more. But in this game, I mean, Memphis is – they're off a bad loss of themselves. I don't know how they lost last week to Houston. Obviously, was involved with Houston, so I was happy with it. But, you know, when you look at this game, I, I this is really where we're going to, again, I think we believe that ECU's defense is good, and I don't believe Memphis's defense is good. I think this is a, a game where ECU at home plays very well. Uh, the offense should be able to move the ball against a very poor defense. Uh, and, you know, again, ECU's defense has been very good this year, and I think they can – kind of put Seth Hennigan into a box and, and when that happens we, we kind of see what Memphis is um, they're just not very good on that end I think the offense bounces back this week and I would look to lay the number I think they win by a touchdown I think that line's telling you that yeah Jeff Nadeau joining us Pit Electric live line Barstool Sports got big man on betting every Thursday you can check it out and it is archived just go to YouTube and uh, you can watch it there whenever you want to uh, hear about college football and the big man's thoughts on games. And two games coming up tonight, Jeff. Baylor at West Virginia. Baylor a, uh, a favorite on the road there by around a field goal. Uh, total in the mid-50s. And then Temple UCF. And uh, you know all about the Owls struggles. They are at Central Florida. Central Florida a uh, big favorite in that one. Uh, lower total with Temple struggling to score in the 40s, around 46. So, any thoughts on uh, tonight's college football games? Uh, no, not really. I mean, both these – I mean, last week, uh, the, the Thursday-Friday schedule was barren. Uh, last night's game is no good. I don't really like either game tonight. Uh, and Friday doesn't have much interest in me either. I will say, I mean, what's interesting about this Temple-UCF uh, Temple game is, you know, obviously the, the total – I mean, I think the number's telling you to, to go under the number, but, I mean, sh- there's a lot of sharp money on the over here. I have a feeling that I think what we're seeing out of the Temple Owls is, you know, have they really faced, you know, this kind of offense yet? I don't think. I mean, UCF is legitimate on that end. Um, you look at the last time Temple played, you know, a, a decent offense in Duke. They got crushed. Uh, Memphis beat them up bad. I've got to look at this number at 23 and a half and say, if it stays under 24, I might play UCF here. I mean, Temple is arguably the worst offense in America. Um, you know, if not bottom five, I'm kind of looking at this and saying, uh, I might play UCF here. I think they cruise here. I, I just don't think Temple can, can hang with these types of teams. Jeff Nadu at Jeff NADU on Twitter. And Jeff, you are a quantity, not uh, a quality, not quantity better, quality not quantity and um, a lot of folks look at these top 25 matchups this weekend and think they have to have a pick on all of them and and try to get involved in every game you certainly don't do that i will mention some of these top 25 versus top 25 matchups and and if you got anything 
uh, or any thoughts on them, let me know. Penn State at Michigan with Michigan, a, uh, a seven-point favorite at home in that one. You've got the um, Alabama-Tennessee game, of course. Alabama, seven-point road favorite there. Oklahoma State-TCU, two top 15 teams going at it. Uh, in Fort Worth with the Horn Frogs, a four-point favorite. And this I, this one looks weird. Syracuse undefeated, 5-0, 18th in the country, hosting NC State. Uh, and Syracuse is a home favorite in that matchup. Utah-USC, another one, top 25 matchup with Utah as the home favorite. So any of those headliners, Jeff, that uh, you got to lean one way or the other? Yeah, you know, I'm looking at uh, NC State-Syracuse. Um, I think that's a fascinating game because, you know, Syracuse, I think we're all surprised that they're ranked or undefeated. Um, but, but this is a, you know, this is a real step up. You know, you look at really this schedule for Syracuse. I mean, Louisville, Connecticut, Purdue, Virginia, Wagner. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. there's nothing yet that really makes me go. I, look, I like Syracuse. I, I had that wild win with them against Purdue and, and that was great and all, but Purdue has deficiencies. This is a real team in NC State. This is a huge barometer game for Dino Babers. And I think he's the difference to me as to why I would be on NC State. Line open three and a half down to three. Again, he's just not a good coach. Uh, and if you've watched games, you know that. I'm looking at NC State, and I don't want to be square or anything, but I, I don't know. I, I just don't really trust Syracuse in this kind of level. I also don't think that that – a location is worth three points, which is kind of what it's telling you here. As far as the other games you mentioned, I think they're all very difficult. I mean, I like Michigan, um, but then again, I also like Penn State, but I also say, you know, what has Penn State really done? Um, I'll tell you a game clip that I'm very excited about, and a lot of people won't be interested in this game because it's not a great game to view, but Minnesota-Illinois, under 40. Um, I played Illinois under last week. It was 9-6. Um, I'm trying to look at this game and understand how it's any different than that game. I mean, both these teams have poor quarterback play, and Illinois may not have Tommy DeVito this week, their quarterback. If Tanner Morgan is not a guy I'm running to the wind of the back, both these teams want to keep the ball on the ground. They both have great rush defenses, and they're both very slow from a tempo standpoint. Um, I look at, you know, Illinois. I mean, Illinois is clip 116th in America in points uh, per game. Hmm. They just don't score. Minnesota doesn't score either. Um, I look at these teams. They're both very good defensively. I like the under here. I think this is a first uh, 17, first to 20 win. All right, another Big Ten under uh, from the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, joining us today. Big man on betting. You can check that out on YouTube. And Jeff, uh, man, just a, a hideous, disgusting Thursday nighter tonight. My commanders taking on the Chicago Bears and I haven't even, what is it, a, a, like a pick I think, Jeff? I mean, it's, how can you back either one of these teams tonight? Yeah, I, I hate Washington. I, I, I tried. You know, I know you did last week. Actually, yeah. yeah, I bet them last week. And, and, and look, I mean, you know, you're in a golden opportunity. You know, you have a spot at home where, you know, the whole world was on Tennessee. Um, then you get that lease on life, you know, final couple plays of the game, you get them off the two-yard line, first and goal, and – Listen, Ron Rivera can blame Carson Wentz, and I don't think he's wrong to do it. Carson Wentz just never seems to do what he needs to do. But but I got to ask you, Clip. I mean, how do you not run the ball one? I mean, again. Well, one one answer there is Rivera blew a timeout, uh, challenging, making a stupid challenge on a bobble out of bounds that was 
clearly incomplete. And if you you got that one in your pocket, you can open up the playbook a little more and run the football down there. Yeah, and if, if that's why, and if I'm a reporter, I would have said, you know, you can blame Wentz all you want, uh, Mr. Rivera, but in the end, I mean, your poor decision to challenge cost this team, you know, uh, totally different plays at the end. And, and look, Clip, also, I mean, Carson Wentz is how how tall? 6'2", six, 6'3". Two, six, two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, but this is, again, the, the issue and why if you were betting football, if you were consistently betting teams with bad offensive lines, you will lose. I mean, Washington's struggles are because of the offensive line. Their quarterback's already a skitsy guy with the ball. Throw that in with the fact you have probably the worst offensive line in the NFL. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't know how you can bet Washington right now. Um, you know, I, I don't think even you know having sharp money backing them matters. Um, I, I would lean Bears, but as you alluded to, this is uh, a hideous game. Clip, I did a show this week on the sit-down about a, a German cannibal, and it was very sickening to listen to. Um, this game, I may rather actually listen to the details of that case as opposed to watching this game. Uh, sounds more appetizing. That was you and uh, Large, I believe, correct, Jeff? And I saw yeah. somebody yeah. tweet this, I think, to you, and I'm right, the, and he's right, and I agree. The uh, Whatever you want to call it, these, uh, these crossovers, you getting involved with other people in barstool with other interests uh it's very fascinating it's kind of like when superheroes meet up uh in in their movies you know so um if you can keep that coming it's pretty cool to hear you talk to chief and large and uh and those guys with with interest yeah he's perfect yeah perfect for that kind of stuff large i mean so is chief i mean they're both very smart people but large is a weird guy and he kind of has the same weird uh interest that i do in this stuff so yeah no we'll definitely continue that for sure jeff nadu joining us pit electric live line jeff uh we'll let you run we'll try to track you down on saturday and talk more football with you i know you got a lot going on but we always appreciate you giving us a few minutes here on pirate radio man well i will and i I will say this clip um the philadelphia eagles uh, talk about barometer games earlier i know that this team's undefeated okay i'm very proud i'll be at the game i'm looking forward to it um, but this team has not played well in prime time against the uh, disgusting, wretched Dallas Cowboys. And there's a lot of stuff this week in the media. Jerry Jones talking stuff. Uh, that goof Jason Peters is talking stuff. Even though this fan base constantly cheered that clown as he's injured every week. Um, in the end, this is a gigantic barometer game for a 5-0 and team. Jalen Hurts has been terrific. It's time on a national stage to disgrace. The Dallas Cowboys, once and for all, I'm sick of hearing about how great this Dallas defense is. What is this, the 85 Bears club? Give me a break. I'm not scared of Cooper Rush. Come to South Philadelphia and talk that stuff. Uh, Sunday night is going to be a wild game. Very much looking forward to it. NFC showdown, the birds and the boys. And uh, I'm not going to lie and say I'm excited about it. I hate both of those teams, but I do hate one more than the other. So I'll say good luck to you, Nadeau. Uh, Jeff, thanks for joining us, man. We'll catch up with you again soon. Thanks, Cliff. Talk to you. There is the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau of Barstool Sports, joining us today on pirate radio live we'll take a break come back wrap up hour number two talk to evan barnes from the memphis commercial appeal get a scouting report on the tigers and how have they gotten over what happened last friday and a complete meltdown and a loss to houston we'll talk about that and more touchdown tony collins joining us hour three a lot more to go on pirate radio live here on a thursday we're back with you after this 
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the close to 60,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All right, Mariners get a couple on the board. It is two to one Seattle over Houston as they play in the fifth inning. And this is the only baseball game on this Thursday because the Yankees and Guardians were supposed to play tonight, but due to weather, that game has been moved to a Friday afternoon. So, looking at the schedule for tomorrow, you will have Yankees-Guardians Game 2. You will have Braves-Phillies Game 3 in Philadelphia. And that start time is 4.37. So, uh, Guardians-Yankees 107 on Friday. Braves-Phillies 4.37. Dodgers-Padres. Padres went in last night. Uh, that series tied at one game apiece will be at 8.37 on your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Da Buck. All right, let's head back out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk some Memphis football with Evan Barnes. He covers the Tigers for the Memphis Commercial Appeal. Joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Evan, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Cliff. How you doing? Doing great, and uh, looking forward to what should be a fun one on Saturday night. Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, East Carolina taking on Memphis. Both teams coming off a loss, and not all losses are created equal. The Pirates looked uh, pretty bad, especially offensively, putting up just nine against Tulane. Memphis was in control the entire game against Houston last week. We all saw what happened those uh, last couple minutes. So, What's been the talk this week uh, for the Tigers? they, they got to get over that one and get ready for the next one, but that's a tough one to get over, Evan. Yeah, I think everyone's been kind of just, you know, processing in the sense of, like, just a bonk of sense. Like, you know, most people around the program, most of the team are just kind of like, you know, it's still, at, at, least, at least in the aftermath, it was just kind of like people were just completely stunned. Um, the crowd was stunned. I think we're all just trying to figure out, like, how you give up back a 19-point lead in the fourth quarter. Um, and it's part of a trend from Memphis they have kind of reckoned with. I mean, this is the third time they've lost a double-digit lead in the last two years. Um, it's the fourth time they've lost a lead when they were leading in the fourth quarter, I believe, under Ryan Schofield. Um, and so it's just kind of something you look at and just say, um, kind of how do you get right? Because obviously you see them for some challenge. So I think the key for Memphis is how do they just mentally look on Saturday and just kind of how they're going to be able to Evan Barnes, Memphis Commercial Appeal, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. And Evan, this is a team that uh, can put up some points, 34 points a game coming into this East Carolina game, 148 yards on the ground and 259 through the air. So offensively, uh, Evan, what should we watch out for with Seth Hennigan and uh, this offensive attack? Who are some guys to watch on Saturday? Well, honestly, a couple guys to keep an eye on. Obviously, with Memphis, uh, Gabriel Rogers has been kind of a versatile threat. 
um, with his ability to just not only catch the ball, but Memphis is trying to use him more in some kind of like jet sweeps and, you know, find ways to get him more touches because he is probably their best all-around threat. Um, so he's definitely going to be someone to watch. But also tight end Caden Priestborn, who has scored a touchdown in five straight games. He has been a, um emerging weapon this season that has been, you know, a joy to see because obviously Memphis was um, leaning on Sean Dykes the last two seasons. So those are going to be the two guys you probably want to keep an eye on. But the thing with Memphis, though, is that they have really they actually struggled the last few games on offense. Like I know you mentioned their stats, but they have not been able to put up a lot of touchdowns really in the last like two and a half games. They've had some injuries on the offensive line. And so the key for me is going to be um, can Memphis put up points on the road because they they struggled on the road um, the last two years in the Ryan Taylor Field. Um, they didn't win a, they didn't win a conference road game last year. They finally got up and beating Navy at home for the second time under Silverfield. But they really struggled offensively um, to move the ball down the field, to finish drives. They had four field goals instead of, you know, in five to the red zone last week, they had four field goals. So the key is going to be can this offense really kind of find some consistency and find some playmakers who can keep things going because they've really struggled to find consistent players to step up. Talking to Evan Barnes, getting you ready for ECU Memphis. Pre-game coverage begins 3.30 on the Bud Light pre-game tailgate on Saturday. Getting you ready for that 7.30 kickoff. Pirates and Tigers in a crucial AAC game. And, man, Memphis so close to being 5-1, and 3-0 in conference play. East Carolina already has two conference losses after being stunned by Navy and then losing last week to Tulane. So Memphis kind of in that position East Carolina was in last week, Evan. You don't want to get that second loss loss i do think that there's going to be some losses for the teams in the aac championship this year i don't know if anybody's going to run the table but uh, if you pick up that second loss uh, obviously you're behind the eight ball there yeah definitely i think um you know uh, seth again basically mentioned that this week that they understand that if they lose the top of the game there's going to be more um more concern um around the program like kind of you know what's going to happen the rest of the season so i think they understand the importance of this game just for their chance to see, you know, if they want to get to a conference championship, they can't have a second conference loss, even in a year, this year in the UDC, where I think it's going to be a very weird, uh, weird season, where I don't think there's, like, maybe Cincinnati, but I don't think there's one, like, team head and shoulders ahead of Cincinnati just ahead. But, yeah, I think Memphis knows that this game is important, not just because it's the next game, but because if they lose, their conference championship hopes are in danger of basically being a long shot unless they get help from everybody from other teams. Evan Bards joining us. Evan, uh, while we got you here, uh, Penny Hardaway signs a contract extension, I believe, through the 27-28 season, I think, uh, for the Memphis Tigers. So, it looks like he's in it for the long haul there, and uh, I know uh, folks are probably happy to have him locked up, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was always kind of like a formality in the sense it was going to happen. I mean, from what um, we've reported from our uh, basketball beat writer, Jason Munn, the contract was basically going to happen. It's just now the key details are, you know, they've added two more years to that deal. There's more details in terms of the amount. And also, he's under a long-form contract, which is for a while he was under a, um, a memorandum of understanding. So everything has been solidified. And, of course, you know, Penny Hardaway basically is, you know, revered in Memphis to the point where people want him to stay there. He wants to be there. He's on a very good deal um, amount-wise. And so, honestly, it's, it's a situation where, hey, it was – not a surprise, but I think once that IARP situation was resolved, there's a cloud lifted over the program, and the timing of this deal I don't think is, is coincidental happening right after that. 
it just kind of feels like, you know, there's a lot more excitement and enjoyment around Memphis basketball and extending Penny Hardaway is almost like a no-brainer um, to kind of just keep that going. Evan Barnes joining us. Evan, we appreciate your time, man. Are you going to uh, make the trip to Greenville this weekend? I actually will not be making it, unfortunately. Um, I went there four years ago. I enjoyed being out there. I know the stadium's going to be great. Um, and so I will not be making the trip. But, of course, I'll be watching it. I'll be putting some coverage up as well as commercial appeal. So um, I'll be watching along with everybody else on it. Uh, ESPNU this week. All right. For folks that uh, want to know more about this week's enemy, uh, you can check out Evan's work at the Memphis Commercial Appeal. Evan, I uh, appreciate your time, man. We'll uh, catch up with you again down the road. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all for having me. All right. So, Memphis players, coaches have said the right thing this week uh, following their meltdown against Houston. How will they play uh, when they take the field on Saturday? We'll find out. We'll be with you 3.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate on Saturday, taking you up to the 7.30 kickoff, and we're with you late night on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Pirates trying to get back above 500 and trying to get to 500 in a conference play. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Touchdown Tony Collins set to join us here in hour three of today's show. Also, we will make you a winner. We got a giveaway. A lot to do in hour three, and we're riding with you. We will be back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All righty, back with you. Through five in Houston, and the Mariners have a two-to-one lead over the Astros in game two of that series. Right now, Houston, a one-nothing series lead, but the Mariners on top as they head into the sixth. Uh, no baseball tonight. Yankees-Guardians has been postponed until Friday, so there'll be three games coming up Friday. Yankees-Guardians in the 1 o'clock hour. In the 4 o'clock hour, it will be Braves-Phillies, and then tomorrow night, Dodgers and Padres. Touchdown, Tony Collins joining us. In the house. Tony watched a little postseason baseball. You been watching it all? That's the only time I really I, watch baseball. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. In postseason. When there's 162 games, the games don't really matter that much in the regular season. uh, In football, every game matters, uh, except tonight when the Bears play the Commanders. That one truly does not matter. Did you see the last Thursday night game? It was, Broncos and the, hey, who, I told you who take it? the Colts. I told that I not take. Did you did you watch? A I watched bit the whole dang thing. I, I watched pretty much the whole game too. The only reason I watched the whole game was I was going. Somebody's got to score. Who's going to score a touchdown? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. And now they got Chicago and Washington playing on Thursday night. They're, nobody's going to watch Thursday night football anymore. Uh, Amazon Prime stock has, has fallen off a cliff. 
Uh, that was, and look, the Broncos, man, they're terrible. You can say they'll get it together. Russ will be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I'm starting to lean towards no. They stink. Their, I, their offensive line is terrible. They have no go-to receivers. I don't. I, I don't know. I think they have go-to receivers. I think oh. Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy are good receivers. They're not established yet, but they they've got enough weapons. Hmm. Their quarterback stinks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what, what is going on I, with I, his throws. I, I, I mean, well, he, first of all, he doesn't have time to throw the ball. So okay. That, 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 That's that kind a of fair works. point. But, uh, but, yeah, he's thinking up the field. While we're talking uh, NFL, we saw uh, the Raiders lose the other night, and Devontae Adams pushed the cameraman. <laughs> what did you think about that, Tony? Uh, it was, that? He shouldn't have done that, but, you know. I, I, I don't understand. You're playing against the Kansas City Chiefs. You have a chance to tie the game up, but you go for two. Yeah. But that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Why would you go for two? I I, I don't know. How much time was left? There was I a lot of time at, left. Right, because if there's 20 seconds left or whatever, okay, you're you're like winner, right. winner take all. But when there's time left on the clock, you know Mahomes is going to drive it right down the right. field anyway. Come on, man. Uh, how about, what did you think of the Chiefs' decision to go for two? They were up by seven. They could have kicked the extra point, gone up eight. They went for two. They didn't get it. I kind of like that because if you go up nine, you're up two possessions right. now, at that, that point. That, that wasn't a bad call. I kind of like that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good call. But come Man, on. we have seen the strangest coaching decisions <laughs> this year. How about, did you see Chargers-Browns, uh, the end of that game? I did. Where the Chargers go for it in their own territory. Why? Up by two. I, they almost lost the game. They should have, but luckily they're playing the Browns. <laughs> Maybe that's what they figured. You're like, hey, the Browns oh, yeah, are going to screw it the up. Browns. They're yeah. going to they're going to screw it up. Man, this incredible, man. And I like this because you just never know what these coaches are going to do. Back when you played Tony, it was all right. It's fourth down. Punt it. Kick yeah, it. Punt it. I mean, unless that, you're on their on somebody's thirty yard line and right. you got the lead, or yeah, come on, man. Uh, now that's uh, it's a lot different uh, than it was. Your Patriots look good. At classic. Patriots Shut out to play the top scoring. We're back, baby. Offense. We're back. Well, or maybe not back. Bailey Zappy, <laughs> you on the Zappy? I'm on the Zappy train. What do they call it? The uh, I can't even wagon. Remember. Zappy something. I, Bus. Zappy. I don't know. <laughs> but Tony's on it. Uh, but that was a good win. Classic where a team's coming in, averaging the most points in the NFL, and the Patriots just shut, shut them out. Yep. And we got the Browns this week. Okay, could be <laughs> could two be, in a row. Could be two in a row. Uh, Tony, we keep riding our survivor uh, yeah. last man standing pool. We're still open. Still alive. We had a gimme last week with Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, this week, I'm a little nervous only because we're taking the Rams to beat the Panthers. As you said in the group text, fired right? their coach. The Rams stink. I agree. Mayfield's not playing. Yeah. Come on. But interim coach, were you ever in a situation where you played for an interim coach and like a backup quarterback and everybody rallied together and all that? No. all right never mind asked and answered uh the good news is they can rally all they want they're still the panthers right so we feel pretty good about they got to go out to la right they're in la right yeah they're they're, they're gonna lose that game on the road so uh yeah commanders bears coming up tonight awful game there uh looking at some other matchups this week how about the afc south what a division that is so Mm. the colts beating the broncos last week was actually 
big for them because they're in the hunt. You had the Jags losing to the Texans. But they're in the hunt with a two game. They were in one game or two games. They're within. Well, they tied, so they're within a half game. They're three two. The, the Titans are three and two. The Colts are two two and one. The Jags are two and three. It is a gross division. But uh, yeah, that's the case right there. So you've got Colts and. Uh, who are they playing this week? They're in another South game. Colts and Jags this yeah, week yeah. is uh, all of a sudden a, an important game for them. Uh, you've got the Bills at Chiefs, 425. That's, That's going to be, be the game of the week right there. Who do you like? I, I'm going to tell you, man, Buffalo's defense is – they're hurting. I mean, their defensive backs – I think one of the defensive backs are out. They're a couple, they got a couple of players nicked up. But it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a probably – 70 points going to be scored by both of them. The over-under is 54. Um, Just to compare that with tonight's game, the over-under for Washington-Chicago is probably too high, 38. (laughs) I like your 32 better than 38. Uh, So, yeah, going to be a lot of points put up in that one. If you're starting a team today, Tony, do you take Mahomes or Josh Allen? Wow. I mean, you can't go wrong, really. You really can't go wrong. I mean, right now I would go with Josh Allen because he's just – He's, he's killing it. Yeah. Josh is really killing it. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, Sunday night. Are you a, you're an Eagles believer at this point, right? Well, yeah, yeah they're undefeated, so you got to go with them a little bit. I mean, Cowboys are, are playing emotionally. Uh, their defense is winning their game for them. Dave, uh, Cooper Rush had 110 passing yards, and they pretty much dominated because yeah. their defense yeah, it's, it's crushed the Rams. I mean, their defense is going to be able uh, against a good offense this week, so we'll, we'll see what happens. CJ, I got to go with Philly, though. How did uh, Kenny Pickett do uh, in his first start last week? Got to be honest, didn't see much of it. Uh, good, not good numbers, but. A lot of dropped passes, a lot of uh, missed blocks by his offensive line. There is, there is a lot of blame to go around, and I think Kenny Pickett is nearly the least of our problems. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> on a long list of problems. It's a very long list. You think you guys would make the playoffs? No, no, <laughs> Tony. We're fighting with the Panthers for the number one pick. Hey, we're in. Hey, that's true. You're in it too. We're in that fight, buddy. <laughs> I looked at Pro Football Talk's power rankings this week: Washington 31, Carolina 32. There we go. And I think there should be bowl games in the NFL where we settle this on the field. <laughs> Who really is the worst? I want Carolina. That's I want crazy. a piece of them, Tony. What? Uh, <laughs> how far down the depth chart can you go to tank if you had a bowl game for the first overall pick? Like, can you just? Can you sign a quarterback off the street for a week? Well, that's not fair because <laughs> this was your idea. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm just saying more so just to play to see who the worst is, not for the pick. Because if you're in that, say you we do that, you're in a bowl game. Does the winner get the first pick or the loser? But that's what I, I would. I would go with the winner get the first pick. Yeah, you know, Tony, the, the winner. winner those the guys aren't going to play hard to get replaced by a top pick. <laughs> You're play, you're busting your ass to get replaced by the guy they're gonna draft. Yeah, but you don't know what position they're gonna. They want a running back, and it's gonna take your spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be weird though, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I weird. see what you're saying though. If you if you take the uh, if you take aside the picks, like this game is not for picks. Yeah, this is a game about 
not being named the worst team in the NFL yeah. for the next 365 That'd days. That'd be fun. Yeah. Wentz versus P.J. Walker. Who's going to throw the most picks? They should make you hang a banner for it. Then uh, you guys would finally have another banner. <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is that about? Wow. I mean, come on. All right, so there's uh, a little NFL talk. One more thing. Uh, Shirley, you got that DM, uh, Robbie Anderson. I sent you a video. So Robbie Anderson was a Temple receiver. He goes back with Matt Rule. And do you know this, uh, the receiver for Carolina, Robbie Anderson? Mm -hmm. He's an interesting fellow. And he barely says anything here. Hopefully you can hear it. But he was asked about the firing of Matt Rule. And there's a couple things in this video I want to talk about. But Shirley, can you hit that, please? Did it hit harder for you with your back on with you? Business. what it is. Tough business. Huh? Tough business. Yeah, but we know what we signed up for. That's why you get paid a lot of money when you get certain jobs, though. Do you feel like I know a lot of players were right behind you, or one of them? Do you feel like the players let Matt down in, in, in the in very end? I don't know. You know, that's it's, it's, it's Thursday now, you know what I'm saying? That was current news on Monday. You know, I wish him the best, and that's that, my family. <laughs> All right, that's uh, Robbie Anderson. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's a business. Um, And if people are going to hear this and say, oh, my God, the players hated Matt Rule. No, that's how Robbie Anderson talks. Josh Graham asked Robbie Anderson about LaVisca Chenault, and he said, is that the same uh, LaVisca you've been seeing at practice? And he said, well, yeah, he's not a clone. (laughs) That's him. That's just how he answers questions. <laughs> so, uh, what, you know what else I noticed from that clip, Shirley? The ping pong balls. Yeah, that's why they're losing. They're playing ping pong in the back. Which, that brings up your team, right, Shirley? So, so get, so get the uh, Dolphins took away the ping pong table, but I think I have an update on that story. So, what you was did. the initial story? The initial story was they had put in a ping pong table um, to kind of... Uh, promote camaraderie and maybe an extra level of competitiveness and then they lost two straight games so the (laughs) captains decided to take away the ping pong table because they felt like it was a more of a distraction than an actual help however update to the story Tyreek Hill said today the real reason the ping pong table is out of the locker room he's he's working on getting a new custom designed Dolphins table to replace it he said the Owen had gotten bent and the player tournament is still on <laughs> that they're having in the locker room. Nice. <laughs> so, ping pong. Still doesn't explain why the heck we lost to the Jets. <laughs> yeah. The Jets are not a bad team, though. But it's the Jets. Yeah, but they're not a bad team. It took it's them, the Jets. It took them 59 minutes and 50 seconds to beat the Steelers. I can't believe Tony Collins is saying this. No, I'm just saying. I've watched some of the Jets games. Now, granted, they're not a bad team. They are a very young team. Very young. But it's the stinking Jets. (laughs) It is the stinking Jets. Guys, who who was your quarterback? Who's the same guy that's going to be playing on Sunday? Was it Thompson? No, it's not Teddy Bridgewater. He's still in concussion protocol. 
So you unless guys, he's been cleared, so who, 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 who but who do you guys Skyler, got? Who do you, got, Thompson, who do you guys got this, uh, this yeah. week? Who do we have this yeah. week? Oh shoot! Minnesota. I don't Dolphins know. play the Vikings. Yes, yes. Vikings. Uh, you can't. You're not going to beat the Vikings with Thompson. Skyler I know, Thompson. which means that the custom-made ping pong table is not going to help. Skylar Thompson, but from taking Kansas it away State. is also kind of stupid too. I might so. need to change some of my picks. <laughs> I forgot about the Miami Dolphins. I I thought Teddy Bridgewater was playing this week. Dolphins are a uh, road or a home dog uh, to the Vikings. Tony, uh, what kind of amenities did you have in your uh, New England locker room? Did y'all have ping pong, pool? No, none of nothing. that. None of that. Stuff. A locker? Just a locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Give Regular you a, old locker room. Yeah, uh, things have uh, have changed quite a bit. Uh, when you go up there to New England, um, like does it just wow you at the facilities? Oh and stuff my god, they have it's, now? it's incredible, man! It's like a it's like a big museum shopping mall. It's it's restaurants all over the place. It's hotels. It's it's incredible, man! What they've done up there. A, you're jealous because you it ain't you didn't have it, but B, you did help build it, right? I yeah. mean, can you take some pride in it? I I do take pride, yeah. in it. that's why I'm I'll, I'll be a Patriot fan until the day I die because you know it it was it was it was fun playing up there, and, and you still got those memories with all the guys and stuff, and going to the Super Bowl, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And they're pretty good about honoring the vets, too, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have us come back, and, you know, it's they treat us pretty good when we go back up there. I used to love as a kid, and I would go to games, and I'd get a little older, but one thing Washington did a pretty good job of was trying to connect the past to, to what they were, and I'm going back to the 90s now and early 2000s, but they like Charles Mann and uh, – you know Dexter Manley. They would have old players kind of set up in booths and stuff, and you could go talk to them. And mm-hmm. even though the current team stunk, <laughs> you could get a little bit of joy out of. Hey, I remember watching you play when things were good. So uh, I won some like, Super Bowls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk some pirate football. Tony was fired up after the uh, loss the other night. <clears throat> We'll talk a little bit about that and what needs to change moving forward for East Carolina to get a win on Saturday. We've also got a giveaway. We'll do that at the end of next segment as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultation is available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All right, some uh, good news. Rajay Harris tweeting out 54 minutes ago. Thank God for successful surgery. Back to chasing that 1%. And sure enough, Rajay is laid up in a hospital bed. He's got tubes all over him, and he's smiling because uh, that's the kind of guy mm. that Rajay is. But uh, 
Tony, you're uh, you're down a, a good running back there. Gonna now need... he's a, he's just a sophomore, right? He is a third year sophomore right. due to the COVID right, deal. Right. So yeah, he's got time to yeah, come he's back. Got two more years. And uh, we uh, we really like him. Had a chance to talk to Rajay earlier this week. He's keeping his spirits high. Tony, you've had surgeries post career. Did you have any major injuries during your playing days? I did not. Mm-hmm. I did not. But I, I know what he's going through. It's a lot of pain, man. It's the rehab is going to be tough uh, to get back to top shape where where he wants to be. He's going to have to work hard, and I'm sure he will. I have no problem. Uh, I think he's going to be just fine. And as a sports fan, like we really take it for granted. I even brought it up with Rajay the other day. I kind of blame Adrian Peterson and guys like that who went down with the ACL in 2011, came back 2012, had 2,000 rushing mm-hmm. yards. Well, guess what? Not everybody's like Adrian <laughs> Peterson and has that body. So these guys, man, he's got a long road ahead, uh, as you said, but he is uh, he's going to get through it. And as sports fans we're like oh okay this guy's out he'll be back next year all good well between now and then that's a lot of work and a lot of pain those a lot guys of pain are a lot with. of hard work to get back to top shape uh the good news is you've got a talented backfield so we're going to see more keaton mitchell unfortunately he's not 100 uh, yeah. percent and and he's dealing with i believe a hip tony where they said it's it's just kind of a pain tolerance thing like a nagging thing yeah the, the, and the hip is really is for a running back i mean that's that's painful man I, i've had hip pointers before mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he has a hip pointer but a hip pointer hurts i mean it really hurts so i i can understand the pain that he's going through and hopefully he can i you know i i think the young kid will do fine uh but uh we 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 need mitchell in there Mitchell, Marlon Gunn, and we might see some uh, Camaro Edmonds, a very talented high school player for uh, CJ's Havelock Rams, went to North Carolina, then transferred here, and uh, we hope to see the Camaro cranked up uh, pretty soon as well. Tony Pirates coming off a nine-point performance on the road at Tulane. <clears throat> Don't get me started. Well, that's why we're, you're have, here. Have you ever been? <laughs> have you ever been to? Uh, oh boy, where you, are we going with this? Probably haven't though. Uh, I was watching this show called Mom, and 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 they're all alcoholics on the show, and they go to these meetings, the AA meetings. That's kind of a personal question, Tony. Well, well, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> but they, they go to the meetings and say, "Hi, my name is Tony Collins, and I'm an alcoholic." Yeah. I think we need something for us, for the fans, <laughs> so we can go to meetings and yeah. say, "Hi, my name is Tony Collins." It's called a FF meeting. And I'm a frustrated fan. Okay, all right, good. Frustrated. Well, Tony, that's what the U.S. You were on that show. You were on that meeting on Saturday night, the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter College Show. A lot of frustrated fans, frustrated. including a, a Hall of Famer, Tony Collins. Uh, why are you frustrated, Tony? It, it, it's the. You know what? It wouldn't be so bad if we didn't have a lot of talent on our team. You keep going back to that, and it's a good but that, point. But it's that's, a great point. But that, that kills me, man. When we have so much talent on our team, and we're we're not we're we're not using the talent. We're not we're not calling plays for. You know what? You know you got to call you got to call it like it is. We have to change our offensive coordinator. Plain and simple. You know I I think. Donnie's a great guy, probably a great person, but he's just not an offensive coordinator. All right. Well, just since we're on this line of just, talking, do totally you change honest. it now or do it after the season? Well, if you, Because if you do it now, who's 
take those. Who are you going to put in there? I mean, I don't know. Right. I, I mean, but something has to change. I mean, even if 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 Coach Houston will say, "Look, you, you got to call better plays, or you're going to be gone, or something." I, I don't know if Coach Houston is talking to him, but he has to know. He has to see it because everybody else sees it. I know he sees it. And Coach Houston is not a dumb coach. He's been a winning coaches at every place he's gone to. And for him not to win this year, and I'm going to tell you, if we keep going the way we're going, we won't have a winning record at the end of the year. We won't go to a bowl game. And, and But the, like I said, the bad part about this is we have so much talent on our offense where we should be scoring. We should be averaging at least 30 points a game, at least a game. With our talent, what do you? What would you like to see different from our offense? What do you want to see more I mean, of? Less it, of? It's it's just a mix up of things. It's, it, here's the thing, I, I don't think Donnie knows how to adjust. We go into halftime, and you and you see every every every. I mean, the first half we, we might score a lot of points, but then the second half we're not doing anything. the The other team is adjusting, but we're not adjusting, and that's the problem. When we go into halftime, we don't do it. No adjustments is is done at halftime, and that's when you win games. That's where where the great coaches come in when they go into halftime. And say, look, they're doing this, so we're going to have to do this. And so here's the thing: if we don't change that, if we don't start adjusting. We're, we're just going to be a mediocre team with a lot of great talent, and that's bad. Yeah, I mean, you you started your call Saturday, I think, by saying this is – did you say this is the most disappointing or like the worst team in ECU history or something like that? I can't remember because I, I was so upset. And I, I was like, <laughs> where the heck is he going with this? And you followed it up with because we have the pieces to be a really good team. That's what is is getting you every yeah, week. That's, so. that's it, man. You look at our tight ends. You look at our receivers. You look at our running back. I, we got a good quarterback, but it's just not. It's not. It's not all coming together. And and the bad part about it is, you know, these these guys have been around for a while. I know we we the two transfers don't come in, but the transfers that 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 are here, man, those guys are good. And you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm just hoping. You know, Donnie uh, does something different, and 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 he just, he, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm a frustrated fan yeah. right now, yeah. man. It's, that's what it is, and I just welcome I to just, FF. I, I just hope, <laughs> I just hope it changes, and and it's got to change. I mean, it's this is a conference game that we're playing uh, this week, and, and we 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 have to win. This uh, this stretch is brutal. Uh, Memphis, UCF, BYU, Cincinnati. Yeah, um, nine points ain't gonna cut it. Obviously, uh, we have gone about two hours and thirty six, thirty seven minutes, and have not really talked about special teams yet today. Could we make it a whole show? <laughs> Should we skip that conversation for the day, Tony? Well, I, I you, you look at the last two games. Uh, uh, he, he missed the field goal. He missed the extra point. Well, blocked. Yeah, blocked. Got a block. And, and so, it, but it, it's the whole special team. It is. It, it is. You know, it's not just not the kicker. It's the whole special teams. When you get a blocked field goal, you can't blame that on the kicker. The kicker is doing the timing. You know, it's it's. You, I mean. Did you hear when me and, and Billy and Chandler were yelling at each other on the show the other night? I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Just about, you know, Chandler and Billy are talking about how special teams is on the bottom of the priority list and the coaches aren't paying enough attention to it and they're not over there watching it. And I'm like, well, we're six games in. If that's true, then that's we have crap. awful coaches. I, I just don't yeah, believe that, that to be the that, case. That is bullcrap. Special teams is, is a big part 
of 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 every of every uh, team. I, I I hope anyway. I was gonna ask because you like, win and you lose games with special teams. Do you remember? I'm sure you don't remember what the kickers and punters probably did when you were practicing, but like. How much was it an emphasis? The problem is, like, we've never seen a team have this many issues with it. Like, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I mean, they're over there kicking, and I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what they'll be doing most of the time, but most of the time they're over there kicking. I don't know if they're giving uh, the, because we, I mean, you know, you, you practice it during, during the week, and I don't know. I'm trying to think with, like, uh, Vinatieri and Goskowski. Like, what would Bill Belichick do with this special teams right now? Uh. <laughs> he'd probably retire. <laughs> uh, he'd, no, somebody wouldn't be on the special teams. That, that would they be. would be on their fourth kicker by now, probably. <laughs> An eighth snapper and seventh holder. And uh, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, but you, you, like, again, you just can't blame it all on Daffron. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's been a whole... Uh, it's, it's 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 frustrating, man. Uh, you know, we we've lost two games that we should have won, and uh, it's it's heartbreaking for the guys right now, man. And, and you know, I I hope you know everything goes well this week with special teams. I hope everything goes well with with Donnie calling the plays, but uh, if not, we're gonna lose. And the defense did a good job against the run. They've they've been giving up some passing yards, some some big plays, but they have still they've been the best unit overall. Yeah. I, the defense is so, balling. I, yeah. You got to give it to the defensive coordinator. Those guys are playing really good, and he's got guys in position to make plays, and, and you know they're playing they're playing great. All right, uh, we got a home run in Houston as uh, the Astros take a three to two lead. Uh, in the we head to the seventh inning. I'm trying to see who hit that dinger. Did you see it, Shirley? It Ramirez. Was. You mean Alvarez? Jordan Alvarez. Jordan. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Jordan Alvarez, who hit one in game one. He hit the walk off, correct? Uh, and just hit another one in game two, three to two. That score. All right, let's open up the booty bag here on a Thursday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All righty. What are we giving away today, Shirley Rhodes? Lunch for two at Tiebreakers. All right. 317-1250. Tiebreakers can be yours. We're back with more Touchdown Tony Collins when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Congratulations to uh, Jeff Dover of Greenville picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Touchdown, Tony Collins. Joining us, uh, Tony 
It's uh, Shirley's birthday, and I forgot. Happy to birthday time. to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Shirley! Happy birthday to you! Voice of an angel. Thank you. <laughs> I was gonna see if I put on like Daisy Dukes by Sixty Nine Boys. If you'll get up and dance for her in there, or something. I, I can't do any dancing right now. Dang. Well, I'll try next time, Shirley. I thought having a pro athlete, you know, dancing, giving you a special dance, you'd enjoy that. I would. <laughs> Tony's a no-go. How about back, uh, how about 30 years ago? Could you cut a rug, Tony? I could. Yeah? Yeah, I could. What was your go-to moves out there? Uh, I, I did the robot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that was my go-to move. How happy are you that like video, like phone cameras weren't around? I'm like so happy. I mean, I hate it for us that so we can't see it because I hear a lot about how, uh, man, these players these days and do all the stuff they do. Man, what about if, if they had it in your day? Would it be uh, about it, it the was same hilarious, way? man. We we were crazy just like these guys are down. Yeah, nothing's changed. We just we don't see it. Just didn't see it. Yep. So, uh, man, that's good stuff. All right, ECU Memphis. Uh, do you know the spread on this game, the line, Tony? I think we're up. We, we're favored, right? Are you surprised by ECU by five? I am. I am very surprised. It kind of shows it. you, though, how up and down is we it, are. Is it Memphis? What are they, four and one? Uh, two. Four and two. Four and two? They, they, they had Houston. They led Houston they for beat Houston, right? 58 minutes yeah. and then gave up two touchdowns in the last two minutes right. and lost the game. So they're, they're about like ECU, kind of inconsistent. Uh, they got a good offense, but they can give up points on defense. So should be some points. Should be a shootout. But uh, the Pirates are favorite this weekend. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and uh, the Pirates have been good against the spread, although they have uh, lost a couple this year. With we're favorite against Navy, weren't we? Yeah, big time favorites against Navy, <clears throat> and lost that one. Did you? Um, other news and notes. Did you see the story uh, about Daniel Snyder, the Washington owner? I did not. Story came out on ESPN today. It's huge. It's a long story, but they have apparently he's been quoted as saying they can't f with me, talking about the NFL because he has dirt on uh, Roger Goodell and other. Are you serious? Now this could be a smear campaign. Because I tell you what, if ESPN came to me, it's just like politics, I would have said this stuff. I'd have been like, "Yeah, he said that. Yeah, get him out of here." <laughs> and of course, Washington has all denied it. Uh, but he he said uh, Daniel Snyder told an associate, "The NFL is a mafia. All the owners hate each other." <laughs> and then a veteran owner said, "Quote: That's not true. All the owners hate Dan." <laughs> All the Washington fans hate Dan. Nobody likes Dan. I mean, what are the owners supposed to love each other? I mean, I mean, what what is that? I don't know, but they all apparently have his back at least now. But hopefully, all that's coming to an end, and maybe he does have something on Goodell, which is why they won't run him out of there. I don't know, <laughs> but it is a mess from that's the top funny. down. You had earlier this week, Ron Rivera was asked why have the Commanders been bypassing the NFC East by all the team all the teams and he answered one word he said quarterback wow and he wow. backtracked and said i didn't mean that as a slight on our quarterback he meant that other teams have had quarterbacks in the they got talented quarterbacks that have been with their teams and carson wins the first year guy to which i reply jalen hurts yeah he's a good quarter he's an mvp candidate i'll give you that the other two quarterbacks in the division are daniel jones <laughs> 
And right now, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Man. Are we saying we can't hang with Cooper, the, with Daniel Cooper, Jones and Cooper, Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush is four and zero right now, ain't he? He threw for a hundred yards last week, Tony. <laughs> he might as well run an option offense. Oh, so God. those are the guys keeping us from where we want to be: Daniel Jones and Cooper Rush. It, and I love Ron Rivera, the person, and I am so out on him as the coach now. I am done. Like I. I had high hopes, but I am done thinking anything positive. You guys had a you guys got a victory this year though, right? Have you you guys won a game, right? Yeah, Tony. We beat the Jaguars week one. We had to come back to do it. Okay. They should it could be over. But yeah, they got one win. They got the Bears tonight. It is a total mess. So anyway, there's that. Mm. Uh Astros up three to two in the seventh inning on the Mariners game two of that series and uh right now i goes mariners trailing on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck the buck um all right you you kind of bypass the uh Devontae adams thing because he apologized he did get charged with assault so we'll see what happens with that i mean misdemeanor though right it's yeah, yeah. Mr. yeah. Uh, he put, i mean he, actions have consequences He's going to probably pay a very hefty fine, fine. and go on about it. They're not going to suspend him, though, right? I, I mean, it wasn't, a, so. it wasn't a hard, hard push. No, nah, but you yeah, can't. But you it can't was a push. It. Yeah. He shouldn't have done it. It reminded me of Dennis Robin kicking the cameraman back in the day. <laughs> now, that's worse. If you kick a person, it's worse than pushing a person, I think. You think so? Yeah, I think. I would, yeah, Tony, you, you should be a judge. If you kick a person, yeah. I mean, that's just totally disrespectful. Yeah kicking a person especially where he kicked them yeah and uh yeah 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 it's okay uh but if you and tony you're looking at it from the athlete's perspective i'm looking at it from the media perspective but 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 here's the thing too here's the thing too those those camera guys i mean should know or should understand that if the guy's coming off the field you know this guy is upset already why get so close to this guy i don't think he did it on purpose because he didn't have like his camera he wasn't filming him i think he was just trying to cross that little that tunnel or whatever and he just got right in his way adam's way and he just pushed him so i think it was like all an accident yeah, yeah. um but if you uh if you are that guy that got pushed are you you going with the neck uh neck brace and uh <laughs> <laughs> you gra- i mean what what's the move tony i'm sure i'm sure if, he, if he's gonna sue yeah. he's got a neck brace on, i'm right? gonna be looking right like now. bobby petrino remember when he <laughs> fell off the motorcycle and his face is all scratched up and he got the neck brace that's gonna be me the next oh day oh my god i'm gonna try to get some uh Devontae's money apparently he has a taco bell in his home have you heard that cj Devontae he's got Adams? a commercial he does yeah it's a commercial he probably does then he might have a uh, <laughs> so i'm trying to get a little taco bell money Devonte. i'm trying to own a casino in vegas <laughs> yeah so uh there you go all right one more break to take let's take it now we'll come back tony's final thoughts and his prediction on ecu memphis when we return on pirate radio live after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was up 827 points and closed at 30,038. The NASDAQ was ahead 232 points at 10,649 and the S&P was up 92 points at 3,669. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville, Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Here's Cliff. I got three questions to wrap it up with Tony Collins. First question, Tony, what's your uh, favorite cartoon all time? Favorite cartoon? Uh, The Flintstones. All right, good answer. Uh, who is on your Mount Rushmore of running backs? Be- Let me know. Are you going to go best or favorite? How do you want to answer it? I have to. I have to go do favorite. All right, all the four favorite running backs all er- time: Earl Campbell. All right. Uh, Eric Dickerson, Walter Payton, and Barry Sanders. Man, great list, legends. And final question: Memphis ECU. What's the score going to be? I'm going to be optimistic. I believe Coach Coach Donnie's going to call a good game. Special teams going to play good. We're going to score a lot of points. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. <laughs> there was some guy in that same chair earlier that I wouldn't think felt this way, but okay. I'm going to be optimistic. All right. And it's going to be a lot of points scored. All right. A lot of points scored. We, we're going 47 Woo. to 40. Oh, man, that's yeah. a fun game. Yeah, it's going to be a good You're going to be there soon with Troy Dick? I, I will be there. All right. Front row Tony will be there for at least uh, two and a half quarters. At least. At least. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Enjoyed it, man. Shirley, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Shirley. We love Thank you. you. CJ, good job. And we'll see you Friday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. So long, brother. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.